First of all, this is the Quincy Jones Show. Thank y'all again sure. for checking us out. Um, we are the greatest hosts in the world. Quincy yeah. Jones Go. And of course, Doc Lesnar, Hip Hop Hybrid, live in the yeah, battle. We'll, we'll, we'll live from Zoom, but, you know, we still holding it down sturdy. What's going on? Oh, man, I'm doing good. How you doing today, man? I, mean, I know we're going to get right into this news, but yeah, you guys know what it is. Doc Lesnar, Hip Hop Hybrid, only one in existence in the worlds of hip hop and wrestling. Quincy We've Jones Go. We've checked. It's the Quincy Jones Show, man. This yeah, is uh, this is the Quincy Jones show, but you know what? Rumble. Um, let's get right into the Rumble, dude. Uh, there was a few good lot, matches. There's a few a good lot matches. Of rumors too. There was a lot of rumors still going into it last minute. I, I don't know if you saw Cody was playing mind games. You see the the post he had where he was in no. the air. He, he wasn't. He took a picture out the airplane window and he, he tagged St. <laughs> Louis. I was like, you asshole. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, he's great. Do you? Well, that's what's so funny because like even you know. That's the thing. There was a lot of we talked about last week. There was a lot of things of forbidden doors because you know people were turning down offers. I heard uh, the newest one I heard was Nia Jax was like, "I'm good," you know. What I mean, Nia Jax. I heard the Iconics. Yeah. I heard uh, even Jeff Hardy, and they yeah, were trying they to were like trying to tie it in with that Hall of Fame. And he's like, "Nah, just run me my results though, <laughs> and make them public though." Like you know, because yeah, I mean? because you know what's funny that that whole time and not to not to veer off into that, and we're gonna get back to veer. Haha. <laughs> Uh-huh. words uh i was always every time i seen that that video of him walking out the crowd i never thought he was under the influence or anything yeah he just seemed exhausted in me but yeah, I, I, I i felt like the same way i was like maybe he he started feeling like some breathing issues or something and he just had to get away or maybe he maybe yeah. he just said dude fuck this like you know I mean, that's why I, I in the back of my head i was thinking you know and, and you know everyone was like Oh, he did it on purpose. I'm like, I mean, I, I, mean, I kind of feel like as a vet in that company, you kind of know. Well, your cards you don't, you don't stay down. that long yeah. without yeah. picking up some tricks and think oh, about 100%. the people, the minds he's been around in every company that he's been in. That's all I could say. Also, he was also, you know, on, mean, the older, on, on the age side, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and he, he has to look at the writing on the wall when he's looking at the way that they're getting rid of people and their new, I guess, demographic they're trying to appeal yeah, to. Yeah, this new you know, agenda. This yeah. new fresh faces, younger faces. So it's like, he's like, oh. They promised me Willow, and uh, now the tuxes are fucked. Okay, yeah, cool, yeah, cool, 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 cool. But not to just to add to like some of that speculation too. Uh, yeah, the rumors and all good, that. Yeah. Good quote from because uh, even people thought Punk and Mox might show up. Oh, like, Punk, on, it, he made a comment saying uh, people were still making shit up and saying I was going to be in the Rumble or Cody was going to be in the Rumble or Mox was going to be in the Rumble. I get it. People want to be excited about it, but if you want to watch us, watch AEW. I was like, yeah, straightforward. <laughs> Yeah. it's yeah, like hey you, hey it's it's cool to dream but if you really want it in reality this is where you can go to get it like it's, yeah i'm not and hating I'm, yeah that, i mean but but did, did any of us really think cody was really gonna walk through no i had i had a small because cody has been that guy that just shows up in ring of honor just shows up in impact you know what i mean and 
just shows up in, in New Japan. Like he has been a guy, whether you do want to give him props or not, fan or not, like just being real, look at the stuff he did before AEW was even running. And a lot of people kind of, even the Revo, uh, revolution, you know, thing they did in Ontario, Ontario Mills, you know, right across from the, uh, what was that stadium? Toyota, Toyota Arena. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people kind of act Ontario, like. Ontario, yeah. yeah. And you know what I mean? And he he has done a lot for the independent community, I think. You know what I mean? Doing things like bar wrestling, just showing up with BTE and things like that. Like, so I don't know. I mean, I, I get it. Uh, why, why people could have thought, especially he's not on paper right now. You know First I mean? of all, so, that, that's one of the names we do not mention. Um, <laughs> because oh, yeah, you're right. The stigma. But, but, you, know, you get what I'm but saying. But no, no, yeah, 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 I get what you're saying. But, like, for me, I'm thinking, like, he's made it a point. I mean, like, what, what, the only thing, I like, what, how, how does it go down? Like, Vince is like, hey, Cody, I love the way that you stuck at the Triple H. I'm kind of doing the same thing myself right now. Yeah. How you feel about the rumble? Like, nah, you know what I mean? Like, how, how you feel about having your dad's IP back? Huh? Uh, like, like, that's the only reason I see it. Like, if, you know, they, they try to, you know, dangle the carrot in front of them. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, no, but uh, the rumble in itself, I mean. <sighs> the men's was disappointing. At least the women's had some interesting things go on. Yeah, I mean, because, because I'll give them credit. Even though that they already spoiled, like, 80% of the field, they still had, like, small surprises, like, Tina motherfucking Ferrari. I'm sorry, Ivory. <laughs> yeah, uh, from right to censor. I mean, you know, it was yeah, that just, that promo was everything, dude. It, it, I did. It was just cool seeing that. Um, I mean, I was surprised that we even we we got a little bit of uh, I mean, but you did remind me, hey, we're going into the dream match territory now with the you know, with the the Saudi show, but uh even Lita have it sticking around to, to have a match with, with yeah. Nikki and stuff like that. Yeah. He was um, in for a long time. I was gonna say in the rumble, and I also gotta bring up uh I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up the Molly Holly attack by Nikki Ash. Oh that was dude. Yeah, that, I don't that, know if that's that was anything, but I heard that know. Molly Holly edition was last minute. Like oh really yeah because I hold I heard that they they brought up a few women and had more women on standby in case you know something you know that the, there was a breakout or whatever you know uh, what I mean? Asana so, was there for whatever <laughs> yeah I heard Oksana was one of the ones that she was like a like a replacement on, on deck you know what I mean so they had a few people but um for my taste I could have dealt without Alicia Fox but you know I can't really say that now since we're uh, about to be what uh, four days in Black History Month so I guess I'm about to get a <laughs> attacked online for it but it's just like they, they the only reason they brought her in was just so she can get you know, Team Bella, and I'm out the rumble. That was it. That, that was her, her whole thing. Yeah, because I heard you know she I mean? was botching a lot right yeah, away. Yeah, she was. And, oh. I, I mean, I tell you what I didn't mind, though. Cameron coming back. Yeah, Ariana she had a nice Andrews. little run. Yeah, she, you know, um, I didn't know how well, because sometimes they like to act like nobody knows who anybody are. So the fact that they were like, oh, that's Naomi's friend, and yada, yada, yada. And I was like, oh, they're actually, you know, and they played Funkies on a roll, so you got to love that. Yeah. Um, you know, shout out to them. Shout, they, shout out to Ernest Miller, though. Yeah. Shout out. You're right. You're right. The cat. Um, but, you know, I got also shout out the fact that not only did she get the lower thirds with the Impact Women's Rest uh, Champion. Yeah, you were telling she me also, that. She also got the hardcore country theme song blaring. I mean, that was cool. Song. Yeah, no, but that it's just they usually don't do that. They usually will still play the song that you had when you were there. You know what I mean? That's usually what they do. Right. Yeah, like, true. you know, like if they bring like like uh, 
I don't know. Like, you know, it's just something that yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. They want like when they want to make you remember. Well, remember when we had them? <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, but it's, she must have negotiated some really strict terms, which if she did good for her. I mean, yeah. she, I mean, if, if that was me, I would have rolled down there like Jake the Snake with a garbage bag and then yo pulled pulled out some shit. Like, you know what I mean? Yo, like, speaking of Jake the Snake, just off and I'll bring that up during the <laughs> I saw um, I saw something he said. In a poem, and I was like, yo, I want to use that in real life. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're we, we going to get to that for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. But, but I, I want to go back to the to the man's, like, I think to me, look, we talk about Mark McFly, shout to him. It's been a while since he's been on the show. He, you know, if you guys have been following, you know, the past years, you know that he has a very big high expectation and excitement that circulates from Roy Rumble's much yeah. of us life. Long I, I, I would, you know, I would dare say it's one of his favorite events out of the yeah. big four. Yeah, and, and most of it is the surprises who could be there. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, you got those years where you got some of the Hall of Famers, you know, that go in there, like that got inducted or gonna get inducted. You know, what I mean, like Godfathers and there or something like that. I mean, when and the, it can be fun yeah. depending on popularity. You one know of my mean? favorites is like when Roddy came back. Yeah, that yeah, that was yeah, that, that, that was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Know? I was gonna say because it was in New York, and then they popped real big for it. So, and I you know. think that might have been was that the year that Cena came back. I want to say miraculously so. from injury, and yeah, that's and, to and me, Triple that's H. Triple H was Cino. like, no, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 it just seemed like he was not in on that. But come no one told me. You know, the, what's crazy is like there's a lot of the Forbidden Door stuff. There's a lot of you would think NXT stuff. People were saying Braun Breaker has a good chance. Chop well, well, had a good chance. Well, dude, they, People they, thought Gargano might show up. People they, thought Ray might show up. Well, well they, they also they also were teasing because I think I was telling you that they had uh, LA Knight and Strong like yeah. kind of had these weird cameos on Raw. So a lot of people thought that maybe they were going to get a, a little yeah. a little taste, a little taste, if you will. Yeah, if you will. Um, you know? But... And- yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was, I mean, and I don't know if that's part of what else we've been hearing coming out of it, but we'll get to that. Yeah. I do want to give, uh, you know, a thumbs up on things I did like, like, come on, man. Seth freaking Rollins with the, oh, yeah. you want to talk about the card? Well, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah. Did you hear that he was supposed to be in the Rumble? I did hear that. Yeah. Man, and then like, I also I heard that. A few right. other people were supposed to be in the rumble, and then like there was other stuff. What, like I said, I, we're gonna get into that because we're gonna yeah, have to yeah. break that down. But uh, I did, I love the shield entrance, the mind games. Yeah. Oh man, the match was pretty decent. I thought it'd be a little bit yeah. longer to be honest for my taste, yeah. but um, I mean, because it's rumble, I but think it opened, I get it, it, but and then the opener, but it, to me, it did a good job wetting the appetite. Yeah, no, 100% where you're like, okay, this is if this is leading to what I hope it is, which is a rematch, just leaving it yeah. open so we can get there. But if because, they don't go there, I'm gonna be pissed off. To be well, honest. I mean, you have to remember, he got DQ'd for not letting go, like, yeah, you know I mean, I mean yeah, I, I would, and that was his first loss because because he technically know? didn't, he technically, yeah, he did, he still beat Roman, didn't he, like, due to DQ, yeah, yeah, so exactly. yeah. You know, that's so. something he could always say. <laughs> oh, you know, but that's something we <laughs> want to see. They don't cater to that. Oh, you're right. Fuck. Oh, Especially now we, we don't even have Triple H to be like, uh, you know, say things yeah. like piss at company. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what they were saying was why, you know, a lot of the moments and things like that that usually you can expect maybe from NXT guys or big hosses that you never thought you'd see in the ring, whatever, like things like that. Is usually because Triple H is there, but you know he's not there this year uh, to produce like, at all. Like, like I thought for sure that we would have got like Goldberg in there to set up him and Biggie. I give thought him, so give, give him a nice little early Christmas gift for Mania. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Even I, I mean I, I was even teasing the, the we talked about it the other day like the New Day triple threat right? 
but yeah. I, I forgot. I forgot Xavier. I think is still he's injured. I didn't. I thought maybe he'd be able or to at least back. selling it right because yeah, he's been with the party. I've been seeing him. Hey, hey, he they in the studio doing something, man. I don't know. Yeah, what yeah, I, I, I am. They got my intrigue, and I'm like, yo, I guess. Uh, but they've done videos before, so I, I know it'll be fun. Man, maybe that's why that's why Cesaro was like, nah, I'm with the party. I can't make it to the to the rumble. <laughs> I, I gotta cut this. I, we're on a strict schedule. I gotta cut these bars real quick. Yeah, I gotta yeah, cut for bars real. real quick. But uh, um, I was gonna say it was surprising to see Brock in there. Oh wait, no, no, actually, yeah, let me no, not jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was gonna say because like I, I did like the Brock and 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 Bobby match until it went to shit. And that, that's what no, I didn't yeah. appreciate it. I don't want to say it went to shit, I just didn't I, I didn't appreciate. I knew there had to be some sort of shenanigan, but it was just like, A, it was kind of like totally obvious. I guess you could see it from a mile away and you were hoping they weren't going to do it. And then they kind of did it in the most obvious way where it was just like. I mean, it's kind of like hey, how I'm a lot of Lesnar's like big matches have gone. It's like battle of the finishers. Yeah, and, I mean, and that formula gets old, man. Like for me, it was hard for me to be like, "Hey, if I got a guy on my shoulders, I'm gonna f five him over to this guy." You're gonna tell me you don't see, you didn't see that the ref got taken out while you f five yeah. right in front of the ref, and then you're gonna like go for the pin and be like, "Hey, what's going on?" And then and then the commentary is like, "Brock barely seeing what's going on." I'm like, "Did he barely see?" Because I could have swore that he man. saw it when he did it. Like yeah. you know what I mean? So it's, I, I, don't know. I got, I, I'll add to that in my review as well. Yeah, yeah. It, it was that, that that that's all. I mean, with that, I mean, because for me, I, I, we were texting back and forth and I was like, yo, and I remember saying, uh, I think that's going to be a receipt. And immediately you saw that German. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, he dumped. And yeah. I was like, he's bleeding from his mouth. Yeah, that, that was the receipt right there. Yeah. But I tell like, you what, man, like I remember telling you, like, I, I just. I'm not a fan that, you know, they, they just did this to blow off their obligation in my opinion to bobby not so much the fans think, but like yeah, that it's yeah. like you had the match and oh, you probably will never have this again and it's like you think this is what we wanted to see is them doing that like what was that like a 10 minute match i mean i, I didn't expect it to be like because look remember how we felt when we thought we were excited to see goldberg versus fucking brock and it was just like this freaking long i mean granted we knew they were leaving but if that was the match they were going to have regardless yeah it was a shit match you know what yeah, I mean? I it mean, was just a, a bit worse because it was like a guy's feet. They're intense. They feed off the crowd and the crowd shat all over it. I remember not knowing it, it was like a started watching. I didn't like realize a, it, it. It was like a 12, 20 minute stalemate for me until yeah, like, it, yeah, you know what I mean? So it I wasn't mean, really too interesting. So I, I wouldn't think like, I mean, 10 minutes is fine for me for these guys. But I just again, like like you said, like a definitive win or loss would I think would have been great. Yeah, I mean, because if you uh, think about both title matches had DQ finishes, basically. Or not DQ, but, like, a weird finish. And yeah, then I think the fact that he didn't get uh, wait to, for Brock to get back up and hit him with at least his own spear to pin him, and instead he just said, oh, fuck, I'm just going to take this hand out. I thought I yeah. like that made Bobby look real weak. Especially yeah, I, when I, everybody I, I wanted him and the Roman. They wanted him and Roman to fight around Survivor Series time. And it's like, so what now? Is there, like, a weird thing going on between MVP and Paul and – you know, because there's a whole thing where Paul kind of turned and it was like this long swerve, I guess, where he handed yeah, Roman the title. That's, that's what I was trying to bring up. Was like, oh, yeah, my bad. I, Go I, ahead. Don't, I don't like that. It's like, hey, I'm going to turn on you to help you lose your title or, or your match with Brock just so we could play this long con and we can get it, stick it to him later. That makes no sense. That's not. Well, well remember, just, he, never, he never even like got the match for Brock because he was sick. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. 
But to me, it's just like, it seems like desperate booking. It's it's a dumb misdirect. They were trying to figure could, out a way to bring it back. Yeah, uh, yeah. Unless, unless he's going to play the, we, we planted a dirty test to like, play mind games and, you know. <laughs> yeah, because like, I, I can see Roman like, we played y'all like a fiddle. Yeah. You like, think I was sick? I was sick of dealing with Brock. Like, it, I mean, that's the only way it could go. <laughs> but to me, to me, yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. Like, like it, I just felt like, I don't know. We, we, I hate that that match is like, I feel like, okay, checkbox. We don't have to deal, deal with it anymore. Yeah, and I think it, it could be a good match. I mean, know, I'm, but, I'm hoping we can get a rematch with those two. Definitively, like at a SummerSlam where it's gonna yeah. make make money. Some, hey, that would make um, a lot of money. We'll see. But you know, other than that, I mean, they had a pretty good match. I mean, if you look yeah. at it, Brock did give him a lot, but Brock also fuck. He kept dumping him on his fucking dome, dude. Shit. Yeah, no. Nah, um, yeah. I will I, say too, the dude drop Becky match is kind of a sleeper because like they had it was to deal it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. People were saying that that Becky wasn't looking too good in there. I mean, I thought she was okay. I mean, she's a against a bigger opponent. I enjoyed. How People she had to hire, you know, from the yeah, bubble. I think. That's very true. That's and, very, and, and I feel like if we saw that match at main event, a SmackDown, we would think differently. But I, to yeah. me, I think it didn't take Especially up with the finish. All that, uh, right. Yeah. Cause, cause that, that, that leg drop is when it picked up for me. And then yeah. that, I, I literally said, oh, so this whole match is built up to the, just for that. yeah, yeah, yeah. You did bottom. say that. Yeah. Yeah, but so. I mean, which again, impressive, but yeah, it was just like, yeah, okay, I mean, it proves we had to get there. It up a notch. We had to get there, didn't we? We had to yeah. get there. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but she it's had like, to, it, it took an avalanche version to put her away. So that still kind of gives her something to, you know, write home about. So, but I, I mean, the, the tag yeah. match wasn't bad either. I mean, there were, like you said, there were some surprises with Maurice. It wasn't necessarily my that cup of tea. Toronto was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly, I think, maybe possibly the only thing. I mean, it was, uh, there was a, uh, an impressive near fall with the, the skull crushing. Uh, the, I will the, say. The, 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 the double skull crushing because he they they, they both got a, a half Nelson to hit him with it, it was in Maurice yeah. and Miz. So I thought that was cool. Um, I mean, th- there were there were some, some cool... should have been done after that. Now, I was surprised that they needed that win. I said it on the pre or the, the uh predictions last week. I thought Miz needed it more, but it's like I, to me, it's either double spear or double glam slam, not both. You know, what I mean, That's I was not, not I, I'm not gonna lie, I, like. I wasn't a fan of the double glam flam. Um, I wasn't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was I mean, I would have picked double spear myself. Like, like, but... like. I, I don't. I don't blame him. You know, he he wants to put her first. That's totally cool. He's he's trying to help. You know what I mean? Um, that's the type no of husband he is. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. No one is like you know, but like because even when I saw the footage, I don't know if you saw because we saw this twice happen. Uh, once with Randy, but also I guess Edge uh, at one point had his daughter out there. Uh, oh, okay. And you know, she it was funny because it's him looking at her and she's hitting the. Uh, the rock star, you know, the rated R like pose next that's to him. I'm like, I'm like, that's cool, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I fuck with that. Like, you know, the fact that even like, like we said, Randy brought his daughter out, uh, mm-hmm. you know, had, had her walk with them back to the, to the, to the back, uh, air stage area and stuff. I'm like, that, that's cool, man. Because you, these are guys yeah. that you've seen put a lot into the company over the while. And then you're like, Oh yeah, these guys are family men too, man. So yeah. But speaking um, of the rumble. Yeah. Let's get into um, it. So obviously Brock won. Um, yeah. not at all what I was hoping to happen. Um, I said th- the same thing, you know, both rumbles had women's and men's were similar. They had a, I mean, I know Brock's been featured a lot more lately, but he's mostly a part-timer 
And it's like yeah. they had part-timer come in at the lower end of the Rumble and then win. Well, I mean, I, I think it, it's, it's not a wonder he's showing up more now because it's Mania season. You know what I mean? Yeah, so very makes, true. It makes so, more sense, yeah. yeah. They're going to they're gonna expand those Mike dates John, for this. Yeah, go ahead. PW Insider? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mike Johnson, PW Insider. He said Brock Lesnar was not originally slated to win. Uh, yeah. I noted it was actually Matt Riddle who's initially going to win, but I know there's been like some back and forth on that um, because Russell Boats had said that WWE had planned uh, since the pairing uh, began last spring for them to fight at SummerSlam, but it didn't happen. They were going to hold off till Mania. Uh, they're told only a handful of creative members want to split them at this moment with the idea that if the match happens, it should be, be for the WWE title. Um, you know, so then people were saying, well, I don't know, you know, sometimes, you know, they like to send out fake news, you know what I mean? To throw off, to discredit media later on, you know, when things don't happen, but then you gotta be kind of curious by the fact, not to speak too far in, but like the fact that Riddle's in the, uh, chamber, right? Uh, is he? I think he is. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, the, the field for the chamber looks pretty good, but it was just yeah. like, uh, I mean, yeah, we'll get into it because <laughs> there, there, there's some there's some talk about that as well. But because I, yeah. I heard a lot of different things. I heard there was, you know, the for uh, for one, you know, there was the whole talk about Shane McMahon being the one who. Yeah. Producing this, the, the, the men's match layout. And there was talk about him being, you know, really kind of confrontational, combative with the other writers or longtime agents. And for whatever reason, specifically was talking you know down about uh uh who was it um jamie noble jamie jamie noble thank you and then it's like it's also weird because also heard that there was also people who were getting mad about him switching up whatever number he was going to assign to bad bunny because yeah darian talked about that he had said yeah there were numerous changes and what number he would be that was cause for concern with people within wwe as they're upset they don't want to come off negative with they don't want to sour their relationship uh, yeah this is a big yeah. bad bunny's a it's, it's a big get for them and, and i know oh when, yeah and when, he's when he first investment. landed when he first landed it it, it, it it took a lot for people to compute that because yeah he comes from a different world quote unquote he's you know not what i mean snooky, bro he's not snooky. yeah, yeah he's not, absolutely that that's a better way of saying yeah. he's not he's not mjk mgk he's not uh he's not Ollie I, J. Say, Snoop, he's not you know <laughs> yeah i mean well, Snoop, Snoop's a pop. He's a pop culture. I gotta, yeah, yeah. I, gotta, I, gotta put I, was, over, but, I mean, in terms yeah. of like effectiveness when using a celebrity. Oh rate. yeah, yeah. Crossover. Yeah. yeah I mean, as far as result uh, yielding from the crossover yeah. promotion. Yeah. I, I'm I, talking I about you, Mickey Rourke. Um, but yeah, I don't <laughs> know if he was, uh, yeah, quote, you know, fighting everyone openly buried Jimmy Noble, like you said. Apparently, a lot of people felt like he was trying to book the Rumble for himself. Yeah. He was a fought with uh with Vince, but the one quote I have it says, "quote." We were all in a whirlwind, just as you had your role and spots down. Everything started over and over. And now most of us were back to square one. It changed again and again and again. It wasn't an easy night, even before we hit the ring, is what one talent said. And reportedly, the rumble was rewritten 20 fucking times. Dude, see, the, the quote I have, it says, Shane McMahon was a producer and lead writer for the Man's Royal Rumble match. There's a ton of heat on him for it. Uh, we mm-hmm. are told that Shane was fighting everyone, booking himself to be the last one, one of the last ones out. And had the entire locker room really angry. Uh, yeah. I, I did have said uh, that, you know, he was complaining to Vince. A lot of people were complaining to Vince, which led to a lot of changes being made. Seth Rollins, like you said, was said to have been a part of the men's rumble at one point. Um, they also said that Shane is, was reportedly planned to be part of the WrestleMania 38 card in some capacity. And I'm like, 
maybe that's why i mean we did see some like the whole thing with him and ko where we're like why the fuck would he throw out ko when he mm-hmm. just got back and ko has been like doing his thing yeah I mean, there, was, there was a, there, there was a lot of things because because there was even a point in the rumble where they had nothing but mid card and tag team guys we yeah. were like dude none of these people and and and, and this is where I, I was holding my tongue before was like what I'd rather have not seen is people who are tag champions or tag teams, period, thrown in the rumble. Because if, not, if, not, if none of them are, you know, realistically being groomed for that tag yeah. team split and, for that next level yeah. singles push, then no, it doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, we don't need to see street profits in there. We don't. The only the only team that makes sense is New Day because they always say like, oh, one of us when we all win. Okay, yeah. cool. And they all and they've done it. You know, what I mean, yeah. they all have gotten individual so it makes sense. I thought it was weird that I'm, I, I mean, I'm glad Big E got in there, but I thought Big E kind of got screwed. You know what I mean? The way it, he wasn't I, in the ring that long. I, I, I feel like him, him, yeah, him not being in there while Kofi was still there. Like, I thought yeah. that was kind of weird. The, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I thought Drew coming back was great. Um, yeah, that was cool. For, for the roster depth. But I just feel like, I mean, great way to start. And they kind of, you know, and just to go back, I'm going to go back to your point. They start with AJ and Shinsuke. What a way to kick it off. And then yeah, right? you don't want you pepper in theory. Fine. There's a, there's a few guys that I think KO comes in at one point. But you're right, man. At one point, it literally is just Corbin, uh, the Street Profits. It, it, I think yeah, I sent you guys a fucking, video about uh, it. Yeah, fucking Riddick Moss. Uh, yeah. Fucking... And Ricochet was in there, but Ricochet is not at all what he was in NXT or anything. Dude, yeah, Dolph that. Ziggler, Rick Boogs. Yeah, fucking uh, Dominic Fox Mysterio, Fox. Angelo Dawkins. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, I didn't even mind Mysterio, the Mysterio, but like, yeah, like, like, know. like, like the Knoxville thing. It, 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 look, I, yeah. you know, I, I know I said what I've been saying about it. You know, leading up to that, it was fine. It, it, it didn't overwhelm yeah. him to say. And you know Did what? You see that they followed Dude, up on that. They, he, I'm sorry, but I just got to say, yo, props to Knoxville because yeah. he fucking brought it with that forearm to AJ. Yeah, he like, did. He, I was he like, definitely did. That looks shoot. Yeah. 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 So but uh, I was shout out to say, him. did you see that uh Sammy tried to crash? Yeah, premiere? yeah, you did. Yeah, you sent me the the still shot of him getting like kind of like what detained for trying to be, you know. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, <laughs> gotta, you gotta, gotta love the gimmick. Gotta see, and it. that's the thing is I, you gotta wonder, is that something that they told him to do or he went and did himself? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Because you, you never you never know trying to get off, you know, like that. Who knows? You, but you never yeah, you never know how much they actually invest in, in yeah. shit. But like there, that, but right? I agree, there was like a good eight or nine guys that were not realistic competitors that were clearly filler. And, you know, that's why we Mm -hmm. were talking about, you know, maybe they should not have guys in tag teams ever in the rumble. doesn't make sense. Um, They should only be used for battle Royals that indicate or implicate something with tag team division stuff. Um, And, you know, if it's mid card, you mean, then you gotta, you gotta really build your mid card. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what I mean, you'll go all dolphin rude, but individual, they have a lot, like they, they have, have a lot athletes. of potential. Yeah. They have potential. Yeah. yeah. You know I mean, mean, I mean even, he's a former champion, but you don't think that when he's in the ring with all those guys. See, and and then the thing is, is, you know, because rude and him are a package deal. When yeah. he showed up by himself in the rumble, I was like, you know, I don't think he'll win, but this is a chance for him to fucking show what he can do. Cause I'm sorry. Yeah. Ever since he signed the W or I'm sorry. Ever since he's been to the main roster of WWE, he has not been they a fraction. He has not been a fraction of the selfish generation that no. got him to to this point, point at all. The so, franchise. Yeah, I, I, look like, I look at he guys is, like he him is not off the chains. He's right. He is not <laughs> off the chains anymore. Like yeah, no, he, he's not. He's not. But but that and 
why were the tag team champions in there? Why weren't the Usos? You know what I mean? If you're going to put, like, it's just stuff like that. Like, the Usos well, you were even, absent during the title match. They didn't come out oh, at the oh, end or no, nothing. Oh, oh, the reason why is because uh, Seth had a match against the Usos. It was him yeah, and no, KO I, versus the Usos. Yeah. So, but that match meant that they, they couldn't come out. Yeah, but, no, I get that. But, but, I, but I don't even know if they were there. After. I don't even know if they were there because there wasn't oh, even a tag match. Yeah, because I was gonna say they could have came out after and hit a shield bomb on on Seth. That would have been dope. But, yeah, that would that would have made sense. Oh, yeah. that would have been yeah. If they would have went off like that and we're like, wait a what? Oh, yeah, seriously. Yeah. But it's me. Uh, I I don't know, man. Like, yeah, that, that would have been a little a bit. Lot of, yeah. They, they could have brought Veer in. I don't. Care I was just gonna Peter, bring but, that, but but you were right. talking like yeah, they've been building up right. these vignettes weeks and weeks. What a way to bring him in if he's such a powerful force. Yeah, and you guys we're, are kind of lacking that outside of Omos. Yeah, I mean Finn, he was just on there Monday, like that, literally on the go home raw, uh, yeah. lo- losing the freaking awesome theory, and it's like, you know, I don't know, it's just no guys from NXT, like you said, no Forbidden Door. Yeah, um, I was mad that there was no NXT. I mean, I wasn't expecting Forbidden Door. Really, I thought maybe there was like a five percent chance. Maybe I mean, even one dude, guy, dude, the, the glaring thing, even also Randy Orton, hometown guy, in yeah. there for like not even five minutes. Yeah. Gets thrown out by who? Uh, was it was it Brock? Yeah, it was Brock. I thought it was crazy that Shane booked himself in the bottom four, bro. I mean, like he could have been booked in the in the in the top ten and still would have got the the same pop. But like, dude, you're not a wrestler. You're yeah. not a wrestler. You're not a wrestler. You are not a wrestler. Well, it's crazy because I don't. I'm wondering. It's like, like, are are you on some? Oh, the king is down for the count. It's time for me to get my comeuppance when bro, he like he, me out. He, Bro, and he, it's like, why do you like, bro? You he's don't really train. Shit, you can't throw a working punch, but you want to book yourself into a spot like you don't have. Bro, any you, 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 like, you're telling me that I'm supposed to believe you, you, you're not a wrestler. You are out maneuvering and out striking former UFC MMA trained Matt Riddle. Nah, dude, get the fuck out nah, of here, fuck bro. Out of here. Yeah. Like you're you're upsetting Matt Riddle, like no, yeah, in a squad, no, bro. I don't care who you're training with and where you're training at, bro. Yeah. There's an age it's difference, there's a speed difference, there's experience I, level. It just makes me wonder, like, like, where are you on drugs or something? Like, where's this ego coming? But from? but see, I didn't even think about it until you said, like, like you said, the king's out. Shit, since Trip's probably no longer in line to get the throne when when Pops is gone, I gotta. I yeah, gotta, and we did say that he can't. He's probably not gonna wrestle anymore. I gotta so. make myself. I gotta put myself in that spotlight and show him, like. I'll do it for you, Daddy. <laughs> like, but you know what's ironic? I don't, I don't that's get it, man. It's Vince did the same thing. Remember, there was that year he it was at Anaheim, bro. He, he entered at he entered at number two. He entered yeah, at number two, Austin. bro. Yeah, yeah like, you know? and, oh my god. And then uh, the one was, thing I, I do have to say that was a flagrant flag. Also, is <sighs> mad fucking cat. Oh, dude. Throwing out fucking AJ, AJ Styles. Styles. Are you fucking kidding? Like, why does he? What? The, what has Madcap? Whatever it's. How has Riddick Moss earned that caliber of a of a scout? Like, that's insane to me. That like when that ha- I I like my like when I watched it and we were live tweeting or texting whatever each other in the trios chat. I was having a good time talking about something, and then it was, I looked up, and it just happened. I and couldn't I believe it. Fucking shot. And, like, and mind you, me. mind you, I, 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 I predicted for AJ Styles just, just for shits and gigs. I didn't yeah. even pull. You know, we pulled numbers. 
I didn't even get his number, but I was still rooting for him, especially knowing he was number one. I'm like, oh, yeah. he they got to give it to him. Is how I felt. Yeah, and I was like, because he ain't done nothing. And I was like, he's finally getting that, you know, research. He's getting back into the main event role, the the, yeah, the top absolutely. top guy shit. I mean, because people are they, they need they need new opponents. I'm like, hell, mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind him versus Roman. Let's fucking go. Yeah, What's yeah, up? especially now. Especially Dude, exactly. Now? Remember, yeah. he remember he's the guy that helped make Roman when he was fucking shit dog. Oh yeah, yeah, straight uh, up. Yeah, yeah, but it writes itself. But extreme rules. Go back and check the tape, bro. Go back and check the tape, bro. Yeah, they don't uh, shout out to the club. To shout out to that's, the club, man. Click up. That's money um, on the table, man. But I did see from WrestleBuffs. He did say, in the end, quote, Lesnar had to be the winner here. Uh, they're told they legitimately have no idea what the WWE title match at Mania is going to be at this point. But avoid the old pigeonhole. That's <laughs> all I could say. I mean, it but, sounds like they're betting on Roman versus Brock. Yeah, he just but, won the Royal Rumble, and what happens to the Royal Rumble? Oh, you get the main event at WrestleMania. So, yeah. I will, I will include this last nugget of the uh, about the Rumble. Ryan Satin had reported how a kid had gotten lost from his parents at the Rumble. They made an announcement on the PA and showed him on the big screen. Looks like they were quickly reunited. MJF comes in swiftly and says, damn, bet the parents are pissed they found him. <laughs> oh, my God, dude, what a dick. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but let's get uh, to the aftermath. Well, hold on. I, I will say one other thing. With the women's. Because oh, yeah. I was, I mean, yeah, with the rumors are true. Ronda Rousey came back. Oh, yeah. But, was, but that was, a, right. it was like, wait, you're telling me Ronda Rousey and Brock won both? Like, really? Yeah, both the four. I literally yeah. someone said, I guess Dana White's going to be a wrestler. Like, it's, <laughs> it's just, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, and then you're like, oh, great. So we're getting Roman, something we've seen before. Uh, Ronda and Charlotte and possibly another triple threat. Who knows? And then. Roman and Brock, and it's like, yeah. ugh, man, like I, I but the, the same thing that happened with AJ, I was like, like I, like I told you with with Zelina throwing out Sasha, I'm like, they're not even on the same show, so I don't even know why they gave her that scalp either. Yeah, that was yeah, that was crazy. It was a whole lot of a whole lot of something for nothing. And don't get me wrong, I, I did, I I like the I the way the end of the women's rumble played out, like the running boot, she was hitting it all day in that rumble, so when she ducks and you know i was like i was like is that a rowdy buster technically huh it's like, it like technically a rowdy buster or like the, the or nah, like her, i wouldn't even give her that or i, or I guess like her uranagi version you know in yeah the game. I, yeah i i just feel like it was believable i just hate who it was and i think yeah. i drew ronda you know what I mean? And she and was I, slow as fuck, dude. Yeah, man. Like, I, I, I'm not, I don't know. Like, shout out to Sarah Logan, by the way. Yes, yeah, shouts to Sarah Logan. I that felt like cool. they deserved a longer moment before that shit, you know, she got yeah. thrown out. But yeah, I, to me, man, it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't mind Rhonda being back. I just hate that it's on the heels of like all week. Oh, her her makeup art and all this other shit. I just don't think she's worth the buzz after all the shit she's talked. And I heard I, even when she was on Raw, yeah, she was dude. boring as fuck. I, I didn't even see it. I mean, she attacked Becky. Whatever, I heard her dude. performance was sound. Like people said, yeah, she she did have some sort of mix up and it, she, everybody keeps saying how slow she looks. And she does look slow, Tony, man. Bro. I mean, it, and, and you know. I mean, look at Becky. Know, That's dude. all I'm saying, dude. <laughs> Like, like, well, that's the thing I was going to say, there's a difference and I'm not, you know, I know we're guys, so we can only, you know, dance around it so much, you know, it's not necessarily, we have a authority in that department, but no, I mean, there's comparisons to be made and parallels to be, uh, <laughs> pointed to, you know what I mean? So, yeah. and you know, that, that's all we'll leave it at, but yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. There was a little bit of fallout, you know, as much as everybody was having heat with Shane McMahon about this situation, 
Ugh. It appears the, the heat has turned into some fire. <laughs> because grand opening, grand closing, uh, Shane McMahon has quietly been released. That's the word going around. He the, cracked uh, the can open again. Man, like. <laughs> yeah, Dave Meltzer tweeted confirmation that Shane McMahon is out of WWE, more to come. And the only reason I feel like that that is is because Vince is like, bro, you're causing me a lot of fucking headaches right now. Like, yeah, I've never had this problem when Triple H wrote this shit. <laughs> Papa, look what I could do. Look at me. Yeah. It's your son. Your only son. Yeah. <laughs> it's my birthright. Your birth- <laughs> it's my birth. Dad, you're not looking. I survived a helicopter crash. Nah, hey, hey, real shit though. Like, you know, I, yeah. I won't, I won't, I won't joke about that because that that shit is crazy. But it's like, fuck, bro. I, we, <laughs> it's gonna sound rash, but we need you to survive the fuck shit up like this, bro. <laughs> like, what I the mean, fuck, dude? Thing, right. Well, my thing too is like taking a step back from what I would like to see as a, you know, what I mean, like you said, he's not a wrestler, but has he given his body a look? You know, what I mean, I don't want to say more than some people, but accumulative, uh, if you accumulate all the big spots in terms of lasting damage, he might be, you know, as consistent as a full-timer. Not everyone's going to fall off the fucking hell in the cell. Not everyone has jumped off the Titan Tron. Not everyone had the match with Kurt, but he, that was his choice too. And now that was his chip on his shoulder. His balls got shocked. Yeah, you know, all that stuff, you know, but, but even <laughs> that, like even that spot, shit. like yeah. not everyone could make that memorable, you know, yeah. and so I just feel like I, I can kind of, I don't say understand, but I could see where he gets off <laughs> for like to try to look at himself I, and think no one's given more than him, you know what I mean? But that's also a very, but that, big but, that but that, I feel like if that's how he feels, that's still more of an issue about between him and his dad. Yeah, and, how, and and him giving feeling like he's, I don't know, adequate enough or like yo, were you proper. bluffed out of a will, bro? Like, like I mean, the, you know, they were talking about that lockbox. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, just no. I, all I'll say is this: he can swing a chair like a son of a bitch, but uh, yeah, yeah, and a potato. But go ahead. He he's definitely he's uh he's not he's not there no more. But you know, speaking of uh personalities and talents that also uh kind of were on the outs of WWE, yeah. Um, also quietly let go because I thought it was weird how we were just reporting probably like a month ago a proposed match between himself and himself being the uh, Brian Kendrick against mm-hmm. Harlan and uh, the whole Joe Gacy situation yeah. with NXT. I guess apparently he was quietly let go because we, you know, he didn't end up doing the match with no explanation at all. Yeah, we saw him with the promo the night the, the week before challenging mm-hmm. him, and then he just didn't show up to the fight. I don't know what happened. I mean that happens in WWE, but yeah, I was yeah, yeah, true, yeah, yeah. Things things get dropped. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but it's like why even film the shit, you know? And and for the fact that it was Brian Kendrick, you know, like yeah, most times like if it's not no longer in the table, they'll yeah, the 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 best thing to do is like what announce it via what social media during the day, and then just not even make a mention of it when you go to film it. But then you can still film it, like, and then be like, oh, he's not here. Yeah, I have to switch gears real quick. But also, where was Corey Graves in the fucking Rumble? Yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah, missed opportunity, and but yeah. Brian Corey Grant, like, even if they would have got, like, someone, even, like, if they would have brought Keith Lee back for, for a spot, you know what I mean? 
that would been kind of cool. Well, he he uh he just tweeted he's free now officially. His ninety oh, days. Hell yeah, Keith's free. <laughs> yep, definitely. But no, nah, um, but yeah, no, nah, he got. <laughs> yo, he's free. He's free at the beginning of Black History Month. Yo, that's kind of ill. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, uh, a little bit, yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, so. Brian Kendrick. Kendrick was quietly let go, right? Yeah, quietly let go. But then he also was advertised. And I, it is funny because I just took a screenshot. I was going to send it to you and Mark that he was going to have a match against Mox for Dynamite. Yeah. It was average, yeah. And then Wednesday morning, there's all this commotion coming out. About he's pulled from the show. And there's talk about, I guess, uh, some past demons coming to pay a visit uh, on behalf of the real uh, Brian Kendrick. Um I mean, more or less, basically, he has some unconventional thoughts about a certain group of people. Uh, oh, no, I mean, he also has some some uh, unconventional thoughts about 9-11. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, that's not too far from no. what a lot of people already think already. So it's not too, like, controversial, right? Like, yeah, the whole inside job thing, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. But, the whole Holocaust not happening thing. Yeah, he's one of the, apparently... One and of there those are guys, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, what, I don't want to say those guys because well, 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 let me, yeah, the well, difference I, between believing in, 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 you know, in I won't say silence, but in private and then publicly contribute, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, go ahead. Well, the, the, the correct or the, the accurate uh, uh, quote of his regarding that theory and the, those beliefs is. Uh, Hitler sent 10,000 troops to Antarctica to find the inner earth where superior beings lived, which I was like, I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but follows with the Holocaust is overblown. And the Red Cross stated that it was only actually 250,000 Jews. No, no, no. It was only a quarter, quarter of a million. You guys are way off who were killed. And the number was blown up to justify the creation of Israel, which I was like, okay, now you lost me there, bro. Mm. And then says the gas chambers were for de-lousing. And some evidence suggests that the allies mocked up death camps to expand the lie. And I'm like, so you're saying that people were manufacturing death camps. Like it's just a lot. It sounds like a lot of effort, but we also weren't alive when that was going on. You know what I mean? But I know that modern day things are very thinly veiled. And yeah. I mean, you know yeah, I mean? So there's, a exposure. Yeah, there's a lot more exposure. Yeah, there's a lot more exposure now. Yeah, so I can't say true. that things things Aren't, are capable. There's a capability there, but I don't. I don't know. I don't. I can't spend time diving into that. We can time. say that there's def- most definitely certain things uh, adrift. Yeah, at the Circle yeah. K. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah. So to a speak. Foot. Yes, <laughs> there you go. A foot. Uh, but he did uh, put out a statement, and you know. It, it's fair to read this as if I'm going to read the other one, you know? Yeah. He says, I spread the most vile comments without thinking of the damage it would cause. I will live with this regret for the rest of my life. And I am truly sorry for the pain I have caused. I apologize for all the hurt and embarrassment I have caused with my words. These are not my beliefs and never were beliefs of mine. And I crossed the line, which I don't know. It's, it's weird to be like, these aren't my beliefs. Cause we were talking about that. Yeah, it's a little conflicting. but because you went you went ahead to publish it, you went ahead to write these things. Like like you said, it's one thing to hate in, in private. Then the whole anonymous thing, I get whatever, dude. Like you know, the free speech. As much as we, and I guess it was on a DVD too. It's as much film. as as much as we begrudgingly have to agree, it, it, the second you know, freedom of speech is covered with all that yeah. beliefs, yeah. all that. You know what I mean? So 
it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But then when you cross, like you said, he crossed the line where you go and say it on camera, on record, you create, you make up an account just to be able to post these things. And cause you want mm-hmm. people to know these things. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, those things are going to come back. You know what I mean? And it's just conflicting so, to apologize. You say at first you own it. You said, I spread these things and didn't think of the, the consequences, essentially, is what he's saying. And then saying, uh, you know, I'm embarrassed or, uh, you know, or uh, apologize for this and that. But then it's like, but these aren't my beliefs and they never were. And I crossed the line. You would think you'd say, but I crossed the line. You know what I mean? Because it sounds weird to say, I apologize it, for this. And I did cross the line, but they're not my beliefs. But it's like, but did someone, it, is somebody putting a gun to your head? I was going to say, you know? it, 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 I thought I was going to say the wording to me sounded almost like he was speaking as if like he didn't remember doing these things, but wasn't doubting that yeah. it happened because the evidence is in front of him. You know what I mean? It's almost like he got yeah. framed for something. And he's See, like, I only got the I, second tweet where he, that's the one that's shorter and is conflicting. But the first one you read, I just heard right now. So to me, I feel like that gets canceled out by saying, I spread, you're literally starting it off by saying, I spread these things and didn't think about the consequences. So it's like, why would you own it on one tweet and then go, ah, uh, well, hold on, let me, let me go ahead and shave that apology off just a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I, it doesn't matter. I mean, you know? the, the, I think the only person I really feel sorry for in, the, in this situation, um, it's crazy because I was just on uh, on the horn with McFly talking about mm. well, we are we are booking the territory and I can't you know I can't tell y'all for who and when and why but we are mm-hmm. booking the territory and, and Kendrick with the name I brought up mm. so obviously kind of soured on that now but can you imagine this is like kind of lower scale because you know only because of the 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 size of popularity yeah but like Hogan with like the the anti like you know. Yeah, African comments. Yeah, his comments and how it made those fans feel. I'm like, there got to be some Brian Kendrick fans that were Jewish or are Jewish still. Yeah, uh, you know, got to be feeling Must. a certain way about yeah. supporting him for the all this time as well, right? Like, I mean, I'm yeah. sure he he even may have had some students in his school. Now was, was that's where I was right. Go. Like, and, and as a result of this, you know, like you said, you mentioned he was advertised for this matchup with Mox, which did seem like it was because. You're talking about two guys who use the built bully choke, you know what I mean? So that's that's very true. Very true. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I was intrigued by it, but like you said, once it hit, and I got a theory about that, you know, when it hit the news, um, they did pull it. And as you saw last night, which I will get into my review, we saw John Moxley actually have a rematch against Wheeler Yuta. Um, and Tony Khan has since uh made a tweet. Uh, he says, quote, we've been made aware of um, abhorrent and offensive comments made in the past by Brian Kendrick. There's no room in AEW for the views expressed by Brian. We think it's best for all that Brian be pulled from tonight's card as we gather more info. We'll announce a replacement about ASAP, which like I said was against Yuta. But um, I don't know, man. I, I got to say, just hearing you lay it all out, it's kind of, you know, because, you know, I was listening about the, this particular issue on a review show and they had made the comment that man like that's crazy a guy gets released from wwe and arguably AEW. i don't know if he was signed but you know basically definitely pulled from tv and probably from any future consideration unless some sort of self-work is done or whatever you know AEW is but in 24 hours and then it makes me think like you know 
I wonder if that's why he was let go quietly because it was brought to WWE's attention. C- kind of like the, it's not below them. Kind of like the Bill DeMont, right? Like how Bill DeMont kind of was like, well, we'll do this quietly because it's going to cause us more bad press yeah, yeah. publicly. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. But then it's also not beyond WWE to then go leak that shit, especially once it hits the wire that, oh, you're book, you're now you're wrestling for the uh, competition. Oh shit. Well, yeah. now we're gonna tank that, you know? So yeah. Yeah. I, that's it's kind of that's what it sounds like to me, but who knows, man. No, nah, I mean it's uh, look, this is wrestling where <laughs> people are working, bro. People are working yeah. even when they're not, but, they don't even know they're working. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like and like you know, it's funny. Yeah. I saw one of the review shows, they were like, Hey guys, I know it's wrestling, but can you guys just take a day off? Like, damn, like it doesn't always have to be like what we can catch somebody. Well, doing. what's the swerve? Yeah. Yeah. What's let the... me change your opinion of this guy forever because I'm bored on a Tuesday or whatever. I mean, that that that's kind of like that's the change in like what's going on right now. And then this actually kind of segues into the this next quote I got this because, you know, it's another person who's kind of suffered, you know, over the the controversy of, of allegations and stuff like that. You know, to be honest, the actual light of the situation still hasn't really been shown outside of, you know, what can be, you know, reported by the inv- individual himself. And mm-hmm. that's Velveteen Dream. And, you know, it's it's weird because before the dirt sheets were just the dirt sheets when it came to wrestling and kayfabe. But now it's so much more of like, you know, like I mean, I, those, another name that shall not be named on, on the podcast because we don't support anything they do, but they're right here in SoCal. And it's like, dude, more than anything, you guys are puff piecing and hit piecing everybody like almost every month. Yeah. You know what I mean? Seriously. And it's just like, when did this become this? When did this remember when we used to go to these publications for more information about our guy? Remember, I learned about who the fuck Cactus Jack was from mm-hmm. getting a magazine and like who the fuck is this scarred up guy with all the arms, blood on his face? Blood on his face. Yeah. Who's Wait this big guy? Abdullah, who? Like, yeah, like, bro, man. like, you know what I mean? Like, this used to be like, you know, one of those things like. We don't have it was our plug. It was our plug for the other side of the world because we knew there was this vast world of wrestling that we couldn't get all the access to. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's what their job was for. But now it's like, you know, you see it a lot, but you know, uh, and this is not me sticking up for any any allegations that reign to be true or anything like that. But I just say that to say, I mean, you know, in, in what you're saying, it, it could be so many other things that could be more positive, but nowadays it's like how can we take this guy down? Like you said, how can we change the perception of this company or this guy forever in, in the eyes of their fans? Because we don't fuck with them. Like it's, it gets old, but like, you know, the, 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 the thing with Velveteen, he, he actually, and we haven't heard from him in a while. Obviously, yeah. He, and you want to talk about guys that had all the tools, man. Yeah, man. He, um, yeah. I mean, obviously it was just during like the height of the speaking out movement and stuff like that. Uh, you know, AKA Patrick Clark. Um, mm-hmm. But this is what he had to say, you know, because we haven't heard from him. He, again, the guy that was kind of quietly more or less released, um, you know, with, with some controversy attached. But he brings up, uh, you know, the whole situation. He talks about the the man who uh, actually was the one who came up with the allegations himself. Uh, or I should say boy, because that's, you know, what this whole thing was about. Uh, yeah. Josh Fuller, which I remember the name. He says, mm-hmm. quote, Josh Fuller was the one. That when he decided to show up on social media with his bullshit allegations, he started the hashtag Fire Velveteen Dream. And uh, let me make note: this is actually on the Dishing Drama with uh, Dana Wilkie uh, podcast. Okay. Uh, so you can guys can go and check that out. It's not just me just fucking writing this down. Um, he says that that's what this cost me. An, an investigation was done by WWE, aka our COO Paul Levesque, better known as Triple H. 
Uh, he said he went on record and said that there was nothing that, that WWE found that would incriminate me or cause any concern for the company, which that's a, a way that was not specified or described before. No. So when, when, we, so when, when, when we're saying, well, what did they, they say? They don't find nothing. What does that even mean? So to hear like, okay, that makes more sense from a business standpoint. They're doing more of a, investigation to make sure they're not fucked on the lawsuit end you know what i'm saying yeah. like mm-hmm. that's what he so so when he says that i'm like okay that makes way more sense than to not know what the hell kind of like extent of this investigation was done you know for for any reason at all if they feel like you didn't do it why even investigate you know so it, it was just a lot of non-information that we you know as public opinion which is always horrible had to kind of like piece the dots our, ourselves so but yeah. anyways he goes on and says uh you know, they found nothing that would incriminate me or could cause concern for the company, a company who minds you sells to children and being accused of soliciting sex for minors. Come on. WDE found nothing. They even tried to put me back on a program with one of their top stars. And then after the fire Velveteen hashtag blew up, they were doing the digital audience and someone showed up in their place instead of a person. Uh, oh, I see. OK, so th- I understand this now when they were doing the the Thunderdome, the, the Thunderdome they mm-hmm. had someone that was supposed to be in the audience, but instead of that person they put a picture of the hashtag that said fire velveteen dream oh yeah so yeah i was wondering about because yeah but yeah he says obviously they had talks with you know they had shareholders and stuff they had the answer to so he said even if they found me to be innocent now i'm affecting the bottom line at least the bottom line that they had with me with the money that they, they were able to make with me the way that they were able to utilize me on tv that's what it cost me and again i'm like again i can understand that yeah, mm-hmm. I can understand what he's saying. Um, whether that may, whether that's that doesn't make it good or bad. It doesn't have to be a morality yeah. issue. It's just it's I can understand he, what he he's became saying. a promising, promising potential, but then it he kind of became damaged goods again. I mean, like, we were talking about it earlier. You like like the reputation yeah. some sometimes supersedes the actual truth. truth. Like you know yeah. what I mean. So, um, and he said, that's what it cost me. It cost me my career. It cost me a chance to not only continue a dream, but almost have guaranteed support for my family. It was horrible. As soon as I got fired, the air cleared. Everyone deleted their messages. Everyone deleted their vlogs. No one had nasty, rude, hateful messages to send. It all just stopped as if the job got done. And now we could all live our lives except for the guy playing Velveteen Dream. Yeah. I mean, you know, again. Guys like him and Marty and... I don't know. They got a lot of that splashback, like we were just talking about, on you know that supersedes the truth. I, I hope that there's a way they can break through that because the, those kind of you know the talented, regardless of what you think or believe, um, I always feel like at some point, you know, whatever you do on this earth, you gotta make it right with yourself, and it's about that redemption. You know, what I mean, we've seen guys come back from, I mean, fucking. Warrior got in the Hall of Fame. We never saw that. Yeah, coming. Macho. Uh, you know, what I mean? fucking yeah. Macho uh, should have got it while he was here, but yeah, yeah. China, will, China should another yeah. one, another one. Yeah, yeah. Another you know what I mean? Yeah. But you know, just crazier things have happened. You know, and and the good thing about Patrick Clark Velveteen, he's still a young guy, but time. You know, some people like to, especially these days, the cancer culture. They like to sit on shit forever, man. So who knows, man? Remember that time? I'm like, yeah, but I mean, cause that's the thing. That's why I'm careful about that situation because an internal business investigation is not ruling out an actual, you know, 
invest like a criminal investigation over the stuff. But mm-hmm. that's not my hill to die on. I mean, we we went through a, a roller coaster of emotions throughout that whole ordeal, just based oh, yeah. off the information we were getting, and we weren't even getting it consistently. You know yeah, I mean? and so, it was very some of it was irresponsible too. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, and and you know, we we've been able to go back and and reflect on that in in real time and talk about it. You know, when when we've we've had to bring it up. You know, so um, there's just still a lot of unknowns. You know what I mean? But I do wish the best for everybody in that regard. Yeah. I mean, for the people that are really good people. Yeah. I wish the best for y'all, man. People who are, you know, I just, I feel bad. Like you said, it's almost like they're forever going to be scorned and just, you know what I mean? Just have the spite for, for this whole thing. And it's like, fuck. And more or less by a majority of it is by people who don't have anything to rest their own hat on. And they just got to drag people down. And yeah. we talked about people who literally have nothing better to do, but not only like put a bunch of energy into dragging somebody down for no reason other than you just don't like them, but you're like, they had the energy and the freedom to create multiple accounts, to attack from multiple accounts, to just all this like unnecessary, like, yo, you could be putting that into, I don't know, getting a motherfucking job, like, yeah, you know, like yeah. making some money, like maybe bettering your situation so you don't feel like, you got to sit up here and try to take somebody down. Cause like what, that's a scalp for you. Is that, is that like a conversation yeah. piece for you? Is that how you're getting Hey, uh, you know, that one guy that used to be on YouTube. Yeah. I snatched his dream. Down. Yeah. We yeah. totally, we totally, we're the ones who sent him the, 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 the copyright strikes. That was us that we, we, yeah, we totally, we totally fucking did that. Shit. Like yeah. that, that sounds lame. That sounds yeah. lame. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's no, not, it's, yeah. it's not nothing to be, I don't know. It, it's like I said, this generation is way different than we, we grew up like we had cell phones, but we were we, we didn't have social media. Then, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, we, we no. were still, you know, we had to live. We had I don't know. It, there was real there was real time consequences with the real time words that you said. <laughs> let's just say they'll say it like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, real time hands, if you will. But uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to yes, come back with NXT and, of course, Dynamite, man. Yo, what is good? You already know what it is, man. Quincy Jones Go from the Quincy Jones Show reminding y'all to make sure you check out Storyline Tees. Brand new drop, man, celebrating the arrival of the American Dragon. That's right, the purveyor of professional wrestling back in AEW. And what better way to showcase that with another album flip, man? This time they did it with Ghostface Killer Supreme Clientele. Of course, they had it on the white tee to commemorate the American Dragon again. Check it out. New drop, StorylineTees.com. Tell them Quincy sent you. Go. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? What up? We are back. We are back. Uh, we back. Let me just get into NXT, man. Uh, <laughs> NXT started off with a uh, six-man tag. We had Imperium. I'm sorry, Imperium, and um, I can't say it. I'm never going to say it. Uh, you won't make me say it. It's Walter. It's Walter. It's Walter more than anything. But yeah, it was it uh, him versus the Diamond Mine in the form of Roderick Strong and the Creed Brothers. Oh, okay. Uh, crowd vehemently chanting Walter as he walks <laughs> down the ring. I'm talking 
Walter, Walter. Like, they're like, nah, nigga, that's your name. Uh, as he starts the match hot by attacking Roderick Strong during their uh, Diamond Mine entrance. Uh, wow. He was, he was you know, doing that thing where he slaps the mat on the floor and he was, like, about to do the, I'm Roddy, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he just, like, booted him right in the face. I was like, fuck. Uh, Creed, Creed Brothers start off the match as Fabian Eichner catches Brutus on his shoulders and uh, hits a rolling fireman carry. Uh, Bartell hits a big running penalty kick and follows with the release butterfly uh, suplex out the corner and then lands a diving European uppercut from the second rope. Yeah. Um, Walter tags in as strong uh, is still groggy from the pre-match attack, uh, but is finally shown on his team's apron as Imperium tries to keep Julius isolated, uh, who hits a front headlock suplex or the gentleman's clutch a la Simon Gotch uh, before getting the hot tag into strong who cleans house with a litany of uh, running forearm strikes, but he kind of like gets dizzy because of the attack. And then Walter just tags in and like puts a stop to it uh, before Mm. going picture in picture. Uh, Imperium uh, continues the isolation play uh, before the Creed brothers tag in and hit a unique uh, gut wrench suplex a double team. It's like he uh, gut wrench his own brother on the guy. Oh, I see. So, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty. I was like, oh, that was kind of nice. Yeah. I was like, if Doc did that, he better make sure I, I land on on the dude because uh, <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna say if there's one guy you're gonna trust, gut wrench you on another dude. It's your brother. Uh, but, but then they follow up with a double spine buster on Eichner. Uh, Strong is back in and goes toe to toe with Walter as he hits him with the sick kick out of nowhere. That's why I said the sick kick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brutus tags in as he and Strong try for a double team, but Walter fights it off. And uh, Imperium disposes of Strong on the outside as Walter hits Brutus with that sickly power bomb with the high stack for oh, the win. Yeah. Uh, and that was it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, from here, we did have a uh, a hot promo as we got yeah L A Knight walking hot into the uh, the arena. Yeah. He says uh, he talks about Grayson basically trying to avoid the inevitable, uh, inevitable trying to avoid what's coming to him. Uh, talks about the restraining order in place and uh, Waller having to hire a seven foot security guard. Uh, when we see Joe Gacy with Harlan watching Knight from behind as he cuts this promo uh, before they interrupt him and uh, saying that he has a lot of anger in his heart. Uh, but Gacy offers to help Knight get over that anger and the restraining order like he helped Harlan do in a similar past situation, which I was like, is that not the Brian Kendrick shit? I don't know. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, Knight pretty much says he's going to need two more restraining orders by the end of the night as he challenges Joe Gacy to a match. So that was that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. From here, we got a in-ring promo from Toxic Attraction. Uh, Vic Joseph makes the joke about Mandy Rose throwing away all of the many gifts that Wade Barrett will no doubt be sending her for Valentine's Day. <laughs> As Barrett is like, he takes umbrage. He's like, how dare you? I'm a great gift giver. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this guy's ridiculous. Oh, man. Uh, Gigi Dolan calls uh, the win from Indian and Persia last week uh, less of a fluke and more of a death sentence because she's always like that. Like, mm. I have this rose. And it's going to be the poison of my blood. I'm like, God damn. She always, oh, yeah, yeah. She yeah, has I like guess. this promo style that's just like, it doesn't match their character. I don't know. Yeah. She just leans into it a little too much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she says it was more of a death sentence before JC Jane. Is it JC Jane? I got that yeah. right. Yeah. Talk, talks about putting the tag championships on the line at Vengeance Day against Indy and Persia as they also will get their vengeance. I'm like, well, yeah, it's in the name, but cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, Mandy tries to speak before getting interrupted by Kaylee Ray, 
who comes out demanding a title match against Mandy since they're in the mood of granting matches. Uh, Rose, of course, declines as KLR walks down to the ring with the bat before dropping it and getting in the ring as Mandy actually calls off the rest of Toxic Attraction. They have like a one-on-one talk in the ring. Uh, KLR talks about how she was champion for over 600 days while she was slipping on her ass at WrestleMania and sucking face with Otis. I was like, yo, I forgot about that. Like, thank, <laughs> thank you for reminding me. I was like, she was. Here. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty epic burn. Uh, that was, that was uh, pretty good. Mandy says, yeah, but look at her now and claims all of the talent in the world would never replace what she has as KLR tells her she's going to give her a title match by the end of the night before slapping Mandy across the face. Uh, Gigi and JC try to Jace, JC, yeah, Jace. It sounds weird. Jace, yeah. yeah, it's to, not a name, but yeah, try to jump Jace in. Again. Like I was like, is it? J- there's Lacey, there's Janie, but there's not JC. Like that's there's so. A, yeah, I, I've even heard of Jace for a guy. Like, but you're not. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, they try to jump her, but KLR grabs the bat as the crew runs off. Uh, later, uh, you know, there's a lot of different um, vignettes that have to deal with this throughout the night, so I covered them here. Later, we see the cameraman catching up with uh, Toxic Attraction in the parking lot area as they run off to get to the rental car. But when Manny tries to open the driver's side door, it's locked and the window rolls down to reveal KLR already in the car driving uh, and takes off with Gigi and JC in the back of the SUV, never to be seen again for the rest of the night. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, there's more, but I'll get to it because it always involves somebody else. It'll be like something else going on. They interrupt it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We got Cora Jade versus Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, I don't know if you got a chance to go back and watch that segment. I urge you to watch it from last week. I'm telling you, like, Ra- Raquel was not with the show. Oh, yeah. She was yeah, about yeah, to, like, yeah. she's about to shake the table. <laughs> Cora Jade, <laughs> yeah, bro. You said a bunch of people were like, yo. Yeah, yeah. like, do you want to die? <laughs> <Yeah>. Repeat. <laughs> do not do this. <laughs> oh, uh, Cora cuts a short promo before the match about knowing she's going to get her ass kicked, but says she's taking the match to prove to Raquel that she's, in fact, tough enough and wants to show her that she can be a great partner to her if they just team up to compete in the women's dusty classic uh crowd with big dueling chance for raquel and cora as uh cora indeed gets her ass kicked in this match uh at one point she tries to do she like starts off the match she runs into her for a shoulder block raquel don't even move she just flat backs like she just like bitch the fuck (laughs) what were you thinking (laughs) yeah yeah now you would have liked this match (laughs) um but yeah, she tries for the running double knees in the corner, but Raquel catches her midair and then like she like carries her and just like in that position tosses her over her head with a huge ass big back body drop. Like, mm. like think of like when when like, like when Jericho goes for like a, a code breaker and people grab him by the legs. Yeah, she did that and just like fucking powered her out and backflipped her over. Her back Holy shit! And just back body drop like an overhead throw. Yes, like like a but oh. it was a back, but it was a back body drop. Like but it was like. Yo, <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, you be lifting. What's up, girl? Mama Sita. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, another point, dude, she hits that running Canadian backbreaker. <laughs> <Boy>, Keto. <laughs> like, you, you remember that Canadian backbreaker? Like, you used to, you, you yeah, put him over your shoulder and then you would run to the corner and hit him like stomach first. Yeah, and, she, she's got a crazy offense. Yeah, she was hitting. I was like, dude, this is that no mercy shit right there. So she yeah, that. Another point, she catches Cora with a variation of the go home driver, a la Kevin Owens, dude. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. A few moments later, she tries for it again, but Cora finally counters into a submission, but Raquel breaks that shit up, and then she tries to the- say, please don't tell me crucifix pin. Nah, she Ooh. goes for the that twisting senton slam out the corner. Yeah, yeah okay. That, that yeah. was the one that she crushed uh, Zia Lee. Remember that was Zia Lee? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, so that's she did why that to Cora? Yeah. Oh, no, no. She was she went for it, but she missed it. Oh, I was about to say. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. She yeah, she went for it, but Cora moves and lands a low super kick before hitting the that arm an arm wrench springboard hurricane run out the corner. It looked pretty good. And you I, I know, I know. It's shocking. I, I said something, I say something nice. They got Cora Jade. That's what I don't get. Yeah, I keep hearing they want Roxy. Weird. Yeah, it's like it, even, though, even, though, even though Roxy showed up in impact, so I don't know. What the fuck? Oh, she did. She's not right. signed, but yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, finish comes when Cora tries to hit the step up high knee to Raquel, like CM Punk, uh, up against the ropes. But Raquel catches her in midair and hits that Shingona bomb for the win. Post match, though, Raquel starts to leave the ring, but then walks back and extends her hand to help Cora back up and then tells her, Let's go and win this thing, Chiquita. And then the two leave the ring together, and then music hits, and then so let me show you who's my best friend. No, not really. No, but, you know. No, uh, but yeah, the crowd cheers big for it. I was like, man, I would have rather this not happen, but whatever. Uh, we did have a promo from Pete Dunn, who all he does is just talk about his attack on Tony D'Angelo last week uh, with the cricket bat and challenges him to a cage match. Surprise, surprise. Blood feud. I don't. Blood I don't, feud. As I'm, I'm sorry to say. Everybody <laughs> expected when they did war games that Pete Dunn and Tony D'Angelo be fighting in February. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of weird because of a crowbar. Well, oh, actually, man. actually, when you think about it, it's more because of a mouthpiece. It started with a mouthpiece. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's. <laughs> Because he was trying oh, to, you know, I don't, he was trying to hock it on eBay. I don't know. He had the glass case. Yeah, he must be doing something. Uh, is it Sarai? I believe that's her name. Sarai? Mm-hmm. Or Saray? Is it Saray? She was on the show? Yeah. Maybe it's, I think it's Sarai. Well, she has a promo. I guess she's doing this whole new schoolgirl gimmick now for some reason. Um, She's like, like she has, like, like she has two different, like, like this is like she's Peter Parker and then Sarai is like Spider-Man. I don't, I don't, it's weird. Like she has like, and the thing is, I remember people were talking about some schoolgirl gimmick that were like, people were like, oh, that's so tone deaf. And I didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. Cause I wasn't seeing any, any vignettes from her, but like, she looked like anime schoolgirl. Yes. While trying, but it's supposed to be like an alter. Ego. Bro, she, she has her hair down in pigtails, oh, like no. ponytails and, and like glasses and like, like you could tell, like, you know, I mean, she's trying to do the schoolgirl thing. I don't know why, but yeah, she was really animated speaking uh, about passion and energy. She's then shown in the backstage area, uh, walking to the entrance ramp as she's uh, shown completely changed. To, like she like she's walking up, you know, how they usually show that backstage people's about to walk out the ramp. Yeah, so they showed her. They showed her in her schoolgirl outfit and then they go to her coming out the ramp and it's her completely changed as Sarai, <laughs> like in, in, in her wrestling gear. So I'm like, I, I, all right, I don't know. This is a, okay. I don't and, and then the commentary, the comment on her being back to her usual self. And I'm like, I don't know. Anyway, it was just this tune up match for Sarai. Uh, she hasn't been on TV in a while. So she, this is her return. Uh, you know, it went well. It was just a five minute showcase pretty much with Sarai getting the win. Uh, after that uh, running drop kick, that she usually does with uh, Barrett's right to the kisser, <laughs> as Barrett described it. And, uh, you know, the, the, the that uh, kind of like that suple- that back suplex driver she does. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, so no, nothing new. Just, okay. just playing up this new gimmick, I guess. I don't know. But uh, from here, we got a promo from Duke Hudson. Or I should say a vignette. He's shown uh, with the hair clippers in his hand. As he says, the only way to get ahead is to strike first. Says he used to be addicted to the felt and the long game, but says that he <laughs> suffered because of it. As we see footage of his feud with Cameron Grimes, uh, you know, in the hair, hair versus hair match. Says that he's now addicted to inflicting pain and seeing people suffer. 
uh, says he's done playing games as he starts shaving the side of his head willingly and says, when you control your own destiny, you don't have to calculate the odds. When you take matters into your own hands, you make your own luck. And I'm like, all right, I guess he's moving away from the poker. You could have just said so. Yeah. And not just, arrogant. Could have just can- canceled your, uh, your DraftKings uh, membership. Yeah, oh, man, fuck, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we got Steiner backstage working out, um, you know, doing what Steiners do. Yeah. <laughs> As we see uh, Champa walk up and greet him. And uh, Breaker uh, is here thanking him for the help last week. Not that he asked for it. As uh, Champa sees the NXT title uh, and picks it up and places it on Breaker's shoulder, telling him that the mountaintop is always the loneliest, but gives him his respect for now being able to add himself to that small list of a uh, few men and women who know what that feels like. As Breaker asks if he's ready to kick ass tonight in their tag match, and they kind of dab it out like, "Yeah, show, bro." Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I'm. That's what I'm about. You yeah, know? I'm all about the ass kicking. You know. Yeah, I, I kick ass, <laughs> and I'm a tag team specialist. I'm, I'm an ass kicker. You know? Yeah, haven't you heard? <laughs> but you know, and, uh, we they get another promo. This is in the ring now. This is in person from the eight champion himself, Carmelo Hayes. Mm-hmm. Uh, claims he's taking Grimes serious as a threat. Uh, but says he's going to go, he's just, that that means he's just going to go even harder in the gym and he's going to watch more tape. And I'm, I'm still kicking with Ollie J. And I'm like, man, no one even remembers her from last week, but I feel you. <laughs> uh, before getting interrupted by Grimes himself, uh, Trick intercepts and uh, says, I am Trick Williams because you a bum. I say that your mom is a gold digger and your daddy's a bootlicker. <laughs> like, he always I'm like, yo, what, what in Black Dynamite are we doing? How, how are Carmelo and Trick not in the Dusty Classic? Yeah, that would have been, yeah. Uh, before, tag team, did you know that Jeff Hardy before he got released was supposed to be the Shaman? Oh, that makes way more sense. Yeah, right. I mean, the but, way that they built it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah but anyway, we got camera. Uh, Cameron Grimes uh, answers back saying, "Melo's hair looks like the pineapple under the sea." And says that that must make Trick Trick uh, Squidward. <laughs> I was like, all right. Uh, Mello tells Grimes that at Vengeance Day, he's going to shoot for the moon. Oh, let me, let me say it. At Vengeance Day, I'm going to shoot for the moon and take the stars as casualties with a mic drop. And, uh, and they, him and Trick go to leave the ring. <laughs> but uh, Grimes tells him that, you know, it's funny you mentioned stars because we're about to have a one-star match. And that star is going to the moon. I was like, oh, okay. But you want a five-star Okay, match. he brought back the moon. Okay. Yeah, got he, brought it. It back. he brought it back. He, he or he boomeranged it off of his promo. I got he, it. Yeah. He said, matter of fact, I'm going to take it back. <laughs> That's what he said. From here, we had, uh, this is the only reason I'm bringing this up is because there's more threading with the Mandy Rose stuff. I think you remember last week when I was talking about this whole Idris Enofe, Malik Blade thing where they were, talking about like you know doing a random like plucky baby face uh yeah you know we're about to win this whole thing and then when we're done we're gonna ask out maddie rose whoa whoa what do you mean like so i guess they're continuing this i don't know but it shows both of them sitting down trying to come up with a team name you got idris like how about team idris and malik and then malik's like yeah team malik and team and, and idris and they're just going back and forth then at one point they're like idris is like yo we're both bold we're brave and then Malik's like, and we're confident. Yo, we should be Team BB. Yo, we can't be Team BBC. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, come on, man. man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Keith Lee, shout out to executing that joke, uh, you know, just on the low key. 
<laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, but then from here, you know, it just brings up Malik asking out Mandy again. As Mandy Rose comes running into the locker room and falls right into Malik's lap as she begs for their help. As we see KLR rushing in right behind her with the bat, and then the two women start fighting like right in front of them, or I put right in front of Team BBC. <laughs> as, <laughs> as Mandy manages to run away with KLR once again giving chase, Idris stands up from his chair and tells Malik, yo, we should go follow him. But Malik, who's noticeably still sitting, insisting that he needs a moment. As Barrett comments, wow. as Barrett comments, Looks like the competition to get a date with Mandy Rose just stiffened up around here. <laughs> I will say, now that I don't review NXT, I do miss doing the voices of Barry. Oh, man. <laughs> like, it it was just some stuff, man. Uh, oh. From here, we got the LA Knight versus Joe Gacy match. Off the rip, Knight hits a swinging neck breaker real early, follows up with some, yeah, mud hole stomps, because that's how he was hitting them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right in the corner. Uh, Gacy able to hit a spinning Uranagi slam, then tries to slow down Knight's momentum with some working holds and lands a textbook back suplex right off the ropes. Uh, Knight fights back with another jumping neck breaker and the power slam. He calls it like the skyscraper slam or something. I forgot what he calls it. Mm. Uh, he hits it for the near fall, though. Uh, Knight tries for the snapmare driver, but Gacy throws him to the outside to a waiting Sanga who stares a hole through Knight. If you remember, that is the name of the, the new seven foot insurance policy of Grayson oh, Waller. Man. And, you know, Grayson Waller, not far behind, sneaks him with the tumbling stunner to the outside of the ring, which with further fan footage and my, you know, unique genius esque research mm-hmm. <laughs> we can see that grayson was actually watching the match from the crowd area the whole time and then got up and jumped over the barricade to hit the stunner so oh, i was yeah. like yo why wouldn't you show that like from that because it showed him just coming in from out of camera frame and like and i hit you with a stunner it was like oh, yeah okay spider-man what the fuck like he thought he was aj styles in the rumble i don't know he was yeah uh, t- and and then AJ Styles hits a fly full fall. Not a joke. Knight looks to be out for the 10 count before springing back up miraculously to beat the count. Like it was real close before immediately falling victim to Gacy's handspring lariat for the win. Uh, Gacy beat him clean. Technically, I mean, there was a little bit of hope. You know, he didn't he didn't tell him to be out there. You know what I mean? So I can't be yeah. on him about it. And Harlan didn't get involved at all. So uh, post-match, Grayson cuts a promo on the fallen night. Oh, I didn't even mean to write it like that. <laughs> uh, telling him it's uh, it's his NXT and Knight doesn't belong in it anymore before Knight tries to attack Waller, but eats a huge choke slam from Sanga for his troubles. Then Waller tells him, if you can beat Sanga next week, I'll think about getting rid of the current restraining order and entertain a match with you. So that whole... And who, who is Sanga? Who's he played by? Somebody I, I think we're, I remember we were saying, I think we... We were thinking he possibly could be the the leaker, the original leaker oh, from uh, Indushare, right, but right. I, I could be wrong. Could yeah, be totally wrong. Right. It, it is him. It is him. That's right. Okay. Uh, from here, we got a Von Wagner, or I should say it's a Robert Stone with a Von Wagner promo in the back because he does Ooh. all the talking. Stone Ooh. says that he was only focused on the entertainment part of things by aligning himself with groups of people that he thought were going to take him to that next level, but says that he saw this athlete in Wagner and says he needed to get hooked up to that and says that he's the one who paid Wagner's fines and claims that he'll do so again and again and again in the future because he is the future. He says he claims he's a future NXT champion, a future WWE champion, and a future Universal champion. (laughs) Uh, Says no one can stop him because this is Von Wagner's world and you're just living in it. Except he said this is Von Wagner's world, and then he let Von Wagner say the last part, so he felt included. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. 
I you're just you, living in it. Yeah, I know yeah. how to talk. <laughs> I know what you thought on first glance, but there's something going on between these ears. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, Kyle never gave me promo time. Thank never. Uh, but from here, we got a, uh, a match with Wendy Chu, the sleepy girl. Mm. Taking on Amari Miller in a one-on-one. I'm going to make this quick. Apparently, Stratton, uh, Tiffany Stratton has an issue with Wendy on the roster uh, for some reason. Offers Amari a shopping spree. This is like pre-match. If she takes her out in their match, uh, yeah, that's pretty, I mean, you know, so I don't know. I got, I got this extra motivation, I guess, to try to get a win over Wendy Chu. Uh, Wendy hits the laziest-looking tranquilo for reals, but it was kind of impressive how lazy it was <laughs> uh to begin the match she even does this spot where she takes down uh, uh amari's leg and wraps her own legs around it like a body pillow and like tries to fall asleep on her thigh gotcha like i'm like dude how much of this do we have to, are we expected to entertain you know what i mean uh she even By drops way, yeah um that is Sangha is um the former sarav of indu share oh okay so we were right all right, so yeah, we got, they, we're, we're not profiling, so we got that out the yeah. way. <laughs> WWE tried to say, oh, um, he got split up from the team because Rinka moved on and, and started flanking gender. It's like, no, nah, you ain't going oh, to have to find it. Yeah, Because he, he, he took one, one look at Shanky and was like, yeah, you got the word Shank in your name. I'm going to need you on the squad. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but yeah, the um, whole Great American Bash. Keep yeah. Lee tight. Yeah, there you go. Yep, so. yep. Uh, but the finish comes when Wendy hits a few overhead suplexes when Tiffany Stratton comes down to the ring and I guess for extra motivation slides Amari her actual credit card in the ring uh, but gets distracted when Wendy hits her with a simple running double axe handle smash like like I'm talking like Seamus status <laughs> okay. for, the, for the win and Wendy Chu ends up taking the credit card and that, that was it. of course of course yeah. yeah. Uh, right after this, we got Persia Parada showing backstage surfing Duke Hudson's IG page. So, yeah, there's that. <laughs> uh, okay. Dex- Dexter is shown with Indy as they talk about their tag team championship match against Toxic Attraction at Vengeance Day as Persia asks Dexter what he thinks of Duke and he gives her a thumbs down. So, <laughs> yeah, it's whatever. Uh, from here, we got a vignette of a woman I've been hearing a lot about, Nikita Lyons. Um, been hearing about her, a lot about her because she's uh, – I've been seeing her feature on main event and 205 live a lot. She has power, height, has definitely has a look. Um, I was a little last legend, by the way. I don't know, man. Okay, I don't really care. Go I'm ahead. okay. I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think she had a match with last legend. Uh, the same, this Nikita Lyons. I'm the oh, same okay. one I'm talking about. But yeah, so I, I, I don't know if, uh, if I really, like I said, I heard a lot about her. But this promo, if this is what they're doing, they're just trying to assign, like, gimmicks to people. I don't like this. But, yeah, it says, you know, again, she has a look. She has height. She has power. But, you know, the whole promo, it's like it shows her, like, writing it down on a piece of paper. And she's just talking about, you know, how she comes from a a musician dad and a beautiful groupie mom and says she learned a lot of her life lessons from crooked club owners and degenerate musicians. And I guess she has, like, a music gimmick because she's shown, like, writing lyrics, you know, finally – we see that she's writing lyrics and then she's like even rapping at one point and mind she's that not to make it about that, but she is white. So I'll say that. Yeah. Okay. Also, but also shown. Singing yeah. With a name like Nikita, I guess she also, she's also shown singing like a hook later. Like, like the shows are in the, in, in a studio. So it's like, I don't know. Um, like I said, the vignette kind of threw me, uh, mm-hmm. because they could have done something different. Cause again, she has a, she has size to her. You know what I mean? As far as like, Again, the height. I, yeah, I don't know. Some, 
it, there's just something about women like that that you can build an attraction around. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I didn't think this is the way to do it. So I don't know. That was, that was just me. That is weird. From here, we got Andre Chase <laughs> with uh, yeah. Bodie Hayward versus uh, the debuting Draco Anthony, which we've seen vignettes of him before um, mm-hmm. here and there. Um, but yeah, this is his first outing. Um, don't kill me for this, but I'm gonna give everybody, you know, we keep it, we keep it thorough on here. We keep it 100. Mm-hmm. So this is, you know, there's no different. So, but yeah, we're almost, we're almost done here. Uh, this is right before the main event. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a vignette of, uh, Anthony earlier in the night, highlighting his training regiment and his past military experience. As uh, we see him dressed in camo pants, black boots and gloves, basically, you know, we've seen this in a lot of our 2k characters before, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Draco with the side headlock uh, to start off, but Chase is able to reverse into a headlock of his own. Uh, Draco getting some offense in, but Chase chases him, uh, you know, oh, I'm sorry, catches him midair with the Manhattan drop, followed by a swinging neck breaker. Uh, Draco, uh, Draco, Draco answers back with the tilt the world power slam. Um, a la, uh, I guess you could say like the rock. Billy Gunn? Uh, more like the rock. More like how oh, the rock used to, used to do it too. Oh, you're talking about like the rock and no mercy. I feel you. Yeah. Uh, Anthony also hits a nice release exploder uh, suplex for a near fall. Um, mm-hmm. Tries for another tilt to world, but Chase counters out and hits the side Russian leg sweep. Plus the Chase U fraternity stomps. I just added the fraternity in there. Baby. Oh, yeah. Spell it stomp, out, baby. We stomping, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At one point, uh, Draco grabs the Chase U flag that Bodie is waving on the outside of the ring and, like, wipes his boots on it in the ring. I'm like, why? Why are we? You know what I mean? Yeah, it was. That, uh, that's not know. respectful of a soldier. Oh, that's what I was thinking, too. But then it's like, you know, it, it enrages Andre Chase, who unloads some furious anger on him as the ref tries to get him to adhere to the five counts. Chase actually hits a hammerlock style downward spiral. It's not it, and the only reason I say downward spiral is because I feel like the, the flatliner is with the arm over. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. OK, Hammerlo- not, yeah. not like the mic check, but yeah, yeah. like the actual. Oh, OK, hmm. yeah. So that's what you hit. And that's what he uh. That's what he did to hit the win. And then post-match, Andre Chase challenges Von Wagner and tells him next week he's getting a Chase University size ass whooping. And you yeah, know, he is. you know, I'm here for it. Uh <laughs> dude, I don't he is growing on me so well. I love I don't know why. Yeah, he has that that's the like a fungus, but it, it's good. <laughs> I mean, you know. Some funguses are fun. <laughs> he puts the I mean, fun, I, in, I, he puts the fun he, in fungus. How about that? Yeah, well, yeah that's good. That's good. Uh, backstage, we see Manny Rhodes running into another room, hiding from KLR as KLR sneaks up from behind her. It's like a kitchen area, right? So she yeah. runs in and she's just like exhausted, like like just huffing and puffing, like this girl's crazy. There's like a counter behind her, right? Yeah. KLR pops up from behind the counter. And like, there's like food on this counter. And then like, it's just weird because she's trying to like, poured like there's a bowl of spaghetti on her like that she pours on her but she doesn't quite get all of it flush right she has to like kind of grab it and throw it on her just to get the shot and then she comes around and she starts like you know attacking her more and then you see that there's a cake as well and she tries to throw the cake too but then the cake doesn't even really like hit her at all like it just flies off the the sheet and kind of like hits her but there's no like she has no like frosting on it it was like oh my god i mean she's still covered in pasta though as uh as Vic uh, says that it was quite the meat ballsy move by Kaylee Ray to a thunderous moment of silence from Barrett. <laughs> of course. Not like you're going to honor that. 
He's like, you, you ain't got the pun game like me. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> uh, match announcements. Uh, four teams left in the for the semifinals for the Dusty Cup next week. We got the grizzled young vets versus Creed Brothers and MSK versus Idris and oh, I'm sorry, Team BBC. Yeah, it's MSK versus BBC. <laughs> so yeah, and then uh, we also got LA Knight versus Sanga. Uh, Wendy Chu taking on Tiffany Stratton and Sarai versus Dakota Kai. So, but uh, let's get to the main event. We got uh, Legato uh, taking on Tommaso Ciampa and Braun Breaker tag team action. Uh, Barrett said that something about Dolph Ziggler, I guess, had been making a reference to possibly coming down to NXT to take Braun Breaker's championship. Wow. Okay. I haven't heard, I haven't heard anything about it or seen it, but interesting. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. Chapa and Wild uh, start the match as Wild hits a fancy evasion and shows him that his hips don't lie as Chapa answers back with a black heart version of the Macarena. Uh, cannot make this up. Uh, Mendoza then tags in, but eats a cavalcade of knife edge chops from Chapa, who looks to go for that running knee early. Uh, but Mendoza takes a powder uh, breaker tags in now as he uh, pretty much wows with the mat game and both Chapa and breaker hit dual hanging vertical suplexes. Then hit a double Champa pat on the back before picture in picture. Um, oh, they all buddy buddy, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at one point, Wild distracts the referee as Santos uh, gets involved and throws Breaker into the ring steps. Uh, LDF take over the match now with their patented quick striking and isolation game as they hit a double suplex on Breaker for a near fall as well. Uh, we get dueling. We want Champa Legado. We want Champa Legado, champs. Uh, but I was like surprised that Legato was getting that much love, to be honest. Um, Tommaso gets the hot tag and takes out both Wild and Mendoza and tags Breaker back in for a double team pop up spine buster where he threw the guy to the ropes, you know, kind of flapjacked him over his head. And mm. then Steiner caught him and then like turned him into like, a spine. But yeah, damn, okay. it was kind of, yeah, it was kind of the same ballet. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, Breaker goes for the press slam, but Santos gets on the apron for the distraction as he hits uh, the diving shotgun drop kick. Oh, I'm sorry. As Mendoza hits a uh, diving shotgun drop kick and lands a Phoenix splash for a near fall, which I oh. I, I shook my head because I'm like, yo, no one should ever land a fucking flush ass Phoenix splash. And that's not the, the finish. Like, yeah, that's, it's just no way, dude. Uh, yeah. F- finish comes, though, when Breaker damn near decapitates Mendoza with a fucking gore. It was a, the way he hit him. It was a gore as uh, Wild tries to go up top. But Chompa shoves him off as he crashes through the announcer's table. Oh. Uh, Breaker hits the press slam power slam for the win. And that was it. But sad to say, not the end of the night, because right after this again, because he kept running into everybody's shit. KLR and fucking Mandy are running down to the ring. I'm like, yeah. why are we doing this now? <laughs> like, and pretty much she just holds a bat to her and basically like makes her give her the match that she wants. She says, I don't want it at Vengeance Day. I want it next week. So she grants her the match. It's her versus Mandy for the women's NXT Women's Championship next week. So we can add that to the docket as well. Well, that's NXT. Cool. But uh, all right, man, that was a not bad review. NXT this week, 2.0, I should add at the end. Um, don't know what's up with that whole thing with Sar- Sarai. Seems a little criminal. But, you know, we'll go ahead and uh, go on over to Chi-Town uh, for AW Dynamite. Of course, it was pretty hot. First of all, they had high weather alerts. So crowd was hot getting there. And you could tell they, they weren't going to leave unless they got a good show, you know, because they needed it to be worth going back out in that snow. 
Uh, we kick well, off because yeah, a, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people were like having trouble getting home from that spot too. You yeah, know what I mean, so yeah. fuck. But uh, yeah, we kick off with the match we mentioned earlier: John Moxley taking on Wheeler Yuta, and he's actually accompanied by Orange Cassidy, which I was not surprised by. But and Danhausen, um, which I didn't were, watch Rampage. Was there some sort of? I didn't. It, I didn't catch it either, but. That was one of the things that we were talking about with that whole spot from last yeah, week I was whether or not yeah. they were going to be because, again, it's like, why show Orange like he doesn't know who he is or he's not, you know what I mean? Like, he's not. Yeah, he didn't give him a thumbs up and he never really touched Cole. Like, I know a lot of people said, you know, on commentary, they said he cursed him or whatever. I, I, I'm not familiar. I, yeah, I wasn't familiar. So I was like, that must have been that whole, like, I, I'm shooting an arrow at you. I yeah, guess. this is I a hex or something. Yeah, I yeah. guess. But, you know, you know, so. Cause I, that's what I thought was gonna happen was Cole. No, I'm telling you, keep going. Oh, that's what I thought was gonna happen because I thought maybe Cole was gonna, you know, like challenge Danhausen or say, "Oh, you had something to do with this match that you lost." But we'll get to that. Uh, but yeah, we get the match. Moxley teases interaction with Orange, then counters uh, Yuta's suicide dive with a bully choke on the floor. Uh, Moxley then hits a money clip and sit out pile driver uh, before hitting a headlock driver. To Yuta on the apron, uh, which was pretty impressive, but I was really surprised that Yuta did not sell it longer. That actually pissed me off. Yeah, I, I mean, mean I, I, I'll, I'll get into his selling because there, there was like the pile driver later. Where I'm like, why the fuck are you up? Like I was yeah, pissed yeah, off I about it, but it was cool driver. to see him bring out, bring back out the headlock driver. You know, yeah, so. and but on the apron, and you don't sell it down. Uh, we get some more interaction teased with Orange. This leads to unwanted interaction from Danhausen, allowing uh, Yuta to hit a diving crossbody to John Moxley on the floor. Uh, we then see Yuta counter the paradigm shift uh, with a judgment slam. I have seen him use that a couple times. Uh, then he hits a pretty big diving splash for a near fall. I was uh, surprised John gave him that. I uh, was starting to wonder where the juice stands were on that part, but uh, we see Moxley then lock in another bully choke. He then transitions to a King Kong Lariat, as well as a uh, big paradigm shift for the win. And, uh, but it doesn't stop there. This is actually, uh, you know, one of my favorite parts of the show was we get some post-match action. Uh, we've been seeing Brian Danielson. I don't want to say stalking uh, Moxley. He's been just kind of making his presence known a little bit and uh, no different here. He actually, Appears in the ring and uh, shares a brief stare down with John Moxley while he's trying to celebrate. Uh, he has a mic and uh, he asks the crowd, hey, if you guys want to see us fight, we see yes chance start. Uh, but he explains for a long time he wanted to see them fight too because Moxley he viewed as a different challenge and wanted to test him. And uh, notice there's a new Moxley since he's returned. And regardless of what critics say, he believes he was the best AEW champion and thinks that he had yeah, a little I, bit more support. He would still be champion. I was surprised when he started saying that. I'm like, OK, this is going different than what I what I'm yeah. thinking it was going to go. So, yeah, says he realized instead of fighting each other, they should fight together because there's no reason a millennial cowboy, a grown man dressed as a dinosaur or someone whose sole life contribution is blogging should be the main champions of the of AEW right now says uh and the, the key thing that he did was say they may not like me but they like what i'm saying i was just, just gonna yeah. say yeah he says even though they, they they don't like me but they agree what i got to say he says you know you and me could be running this place 
they could be tag champs. He says they could both be world champ, which I never really liked that trope. So I didn't. I, he didn't say co-champions, but it was the way he said it. Then he actually said something real interesting. He brought up names like Wheeler Yuta, Daniel Garcia, Lee Moriarty. Says how they're kind of surrounded by, you know, maybe gimmicks or jokes. Um, and says, you know, we could be mentoring the future of AEW together if we pulled them away from all that. Which, which, that's which what I was- is something we've never seen like that's not something that, that we've seen uh ventured like an uh, angle that we've seen ventured too many yeah. times before like yeah and that- it's crazy because because mox is a little bit more it's weird mox the character is way more raw than than dean ambrose but some of his in-ring uh offense is a little more disciplined at the same time than ambrose's moveset was it's more crisp a little bit and so they're still a little opposite, though. So I would have never even paired Danielson and him like in any scenario. So I was very caught. But that's off what that's what made it intriguing. Surprise. That's what made yeah. it intriguing. And then I don't know. There was just something about like them talking about like training the younger guys. I was like, hmm, are you guys about yeah, to start could, like a like a crew? Like this is going to be kind of crazy. Like yeah, like, what, like, he says we're, we're, there's no need because he's talking about think you know he, he extends his hand. Uh, you know, then realizes, uh, you know, this might be too much pressure right now. And he retracts it and he, he encourages them to at least think of the possibilities of the greatness they can create and the legacy that Mox wants to leave behind. And then he kind of <laughs> exits and he teases the tunnel thing. But yeah, I was going to say the thing I like is Mox's uh, facial expressions throughout. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really good. Definitely. Good segment, uh, though. I'm good a- segment. Definitely. Uh, I'm going to get to the worst segment tonight. Brady Rhodes with a mic uh, in the ring. Uh, she combats the fan hate by purposely calling Chicago Cleveland. Uh, Lambert stupid. comes out stupid. says uh, she needs a reality check instead of a reality show. Says let's not pretend that her title means something and says the whole Brandy from the Black Act comes off faker than, you know, her breasts. This is probably the nicest way to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says something about her accent when she gets mad, right? Or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lambert feeds off the crowd and questions how she can share a ring with a guy like him yet be booed so much and even adds he feels like a decent human being stand next to her. I thought that was a stinging thing to say. Uh, says Brandy sees Ethan Page laughing, clarifies the only reason he was hired was to get to his former tag partner, Josh Alexander. Uh, then she coyly gives Lambert his flowers by reading off his accomplishments with top team to many uh, shut the fuck up chants. Brandy says Lambert's Manny. best fighter. Man, I was like, yeah. yo. She notes how uh, his best fighter was knocked out by Jake Paul, then asked if it's too soon to mention Amanda Nunez before calling his team top tits. Not her best work. That was uh, whack. That was top yeah. mid. There, yeah. Uh, Lambert blatantly tells her uh, it's time for her family to turn heel, which I didn't like. I don't like those kind of terms being thrown out. Not on live like TV. That. No, not at all. No. And uh, I mean, I guess if Cody says it, it's one thing, but Lambert's not a wrestling guy. I don't care how much time he spent with Bobby Lashley and Impact. Brandy, Brandy's not a wrestling person either. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? either. Just... And yeah, uh, he makes a bad effort suggesting she used to sleep around in WWE. Brandy slaps him. Lambert says he's not did, the did she person. slap him? Because it was the no, lightest yeah, slap yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, no. But he he's she he gets slapped. She says he says, you know what? I'm not the only one in the building who has slapping the shit out of you on my bucket list. Uh, and then cues Paige Van Saint to come to the ring. She tackles Brandy. They brawl for a bit, I guess, before the women's roster empties out to separate them. I'm just gonna <laughs> yes, say this yeah. right now. I'm gonna say this right now. 
We want more women's wrestling, but we no one wants a celebrity match with Brandy Rhodes. Fuck no. And it should, it like should be someone like, family, like Layla and Hirsch. Brandy Rhodes, and she's very nice, but she needs to, she hasn't even earned that yet. Like, how is it not Paige Van Zandt versus? I like I guess Layla Hurst. At least I, I'm thinking I'm thinking her. I'm thinking even people like Thunder Rosa, who also has a background. Yeah, Deeb. You know what I mean? That, I, I mean, mean even she it, got a background, it, but she's a submission specialist. You know it, I mean? Even someone like I think Mercedes has a little bit of a, yeah. a, a mixed martial arts background too. You know what I mean? Like there, yeah. there's 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 more deserving people. Yeah. That people just, would pay money to see, like you know what I mean. I, I just don't know if, like, I just feel like everyone was kind of waiting for the top team stuff to be over and the minute of the year stuff Absolutely. to restart, and it hasn't happened. And my biggest thing was, like, we talked about, and I told Mark too, you got Scorpio Sky in there who never gets one bar thrown at him because what can you say about the guy? And he's dressed like a million bucks and never gets the mic. And it's like, why is he part of this shit? Why is he in this ring? Why is you know so I don't like know. anytime Dan Lambert's out there, he does nothing for those two guys that he's nothing. supposed to be doing. We were for. me and Mark were talking about how he's yeah. always trying to get himself over with overscripted promos. It's like it's like, bro, are you making the drive? Are you making the town? And then you're right, you're just writing what you say out loud as you drive, and you're like, this is what I'm using tonight. Like, you don't need to get yourself over. You need to get the people you you're with. You know, but you know, you know you're not trying to figure out how to get them to boo you anymore. Exactly. You know what I mean, like, yeah. And doing all that, let me pull back the curtain shit, that don't help your case. No, you know? no, it doesn't. No. Uh, another weird segment, backstage segment with the Andrade F-A-H-F-O. F- yeah, yeah, A-H-F-O, yeah. Yeah, uh, Matt Hardy's in a stairwell with them, audibly disappointed with Private Party for not winning the tag straps last week. Then segues to answer Sammy Guevara's open challenge for the TNT title, which intrigued me because of their history. Because uh, now they're switching roles. Once, you know, they're not face and heel, or they are, but you get what I mean. Uh, Ella Dolo walks up and basically uh, phone checks everybody because Hardy then changes his tune and he lets Cassidy to take the match instead on Rampage. Then asks about Darby Allen, but uh, Ella Dolo just says, like all business, it's just a matter of more money. So, you know, didn't really get an answer there. <laughs> the only thing I liked about this, which is small, is when he yeah. said more money and Matt Hardy's like, okay, what? M- Mucho dinero, like as if he doesn't, he doesn't understand what more money means. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. Idiot. Yeah. I liked uh, Jose get, being the only one to fist bump Cassidy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was funny too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we get a, a tag team match, man. House of Black or the Kings or Knights of the uh, Black Throne taking on Death Triangle. Uh, as uh, during Death Triangle's entrance, you can see that Pac is visibly guided by uh, Abri Hantes. Uh, as the match starts, Pac plays some mind games to start off the match before ripping off his blindfold to finally reveal he's no longer blind. Uh, we see Death Triangle hit stereo outside dives, and then we see uh, their version of the uh, perineum dropkick thing, you know, kind of like the was up, but for the Lucha Bros. Uh, we see Pac get worked over during the it's break. It's the taint. It's the taint. <laughs> yeah, the taint. There you go. Penta hot tags in uh, with a sling blade and does that Casadora uh, DDT to the House of Black. At one point, Pac blind tags in and uh, hits a rebound German suplex and a sheer drop brain buster for a near fall on uh, Malachi. Uh, Penta takes out Brody outside with a step-up tope and then attempts to uh, spike fear factor with Pac, but Brody's able to get up and shove Pac off the top down to the floor. Uh, uh, we see Malachi hit the black mist on Penta behind the ref's back. Then they hit Dante's Inferno for the win. I have a feeling this is not over, but I was a fan of this match. 
Yeah, I was. Uh, the, the only thing I wasn't too much a fan of, I know he's the newer guy on the block, but I felt like Brody was selling a little bit too much for this match. A little bit, but he also hasn't had enough. Uh, I don't know if he's been on. Screen, uh, he hasn't had enough screen time yet. I get well, it. Well, I was going to say, yeah, that, I was going to say also, I don't know if he's been on uh, Dark or Elevation or anything since then, but yeah. Uh, we get a back, backstage segment from uh, Adam Cole Bay Bay doing exactly what we thought he'd do, boasting about still being undefeated in singles competition, and his record reflects that. Uh, he calls Cassidy's win a fluke and feels like he still doesn't get the respect he deserves, but soon everyone's going to see a different side of him. And says uh, on Rampage, when he's done hurting evil Uno, uh, the entire world will know exactly what it is he wants. So uh, some people think this is leading to an eventual clash with Hangman, but who knows? Um, Nyla Rose with Vicky Guerrero taking on Ruby Soho. Uh, like we got Lars Fredrickson of Rancid, uh, the band that does Ruby Soho's actual song. Well, I won't say her song, but who she borrowed the song from. Uh, he's sitting front row to cheer for Ruby. Uh, we see Ruby take the fight right to uh, Nyla to start the match, but Rose quickly uses her size to take over. Uh, Rose counters Deadly Nightshade with Samoan Drop and then hits Ruby with a rebound DVD uh, before the break. Yeah, this, yeah, I was like, damn, we just hitting them off the rebound like that. I'm like, cool. yeah, I was there yeah, for real. Uh, Ruby returns from break, hitting a TKO onto Rose on the apron. But Vicky immediately yeah. distracts to allow Nyla to get to her feet and hit a stiff spine buster on the floor. That was all fine. I just wanted some more selling with that TKO, bro. You know I, mean? I, I was trying to figure out that's what it was because it almost looked like a like a fireman carry into like a snapmare driver just based on how she landed it. Yeah, but, true. But, but like. The one thing I, that threw me was Vicky Guerrero referring to Nyla as Lala at times. That's yeah. right, Lala. I was like, her name's Nyla. Why would you? Oh, well, okay, you can't show. You can't. Yeah, you can't give her like a, a nickname that's the same syllables as a real name. Like, I was yeah, like, that's funny. I'm not. <laughs> oh man, I didn't even. I didn't even realize that. Uh, Ruby, uh, she actually counters a beast bomb at one point and hits no future. And pins, but Vicky blatantly pulls Rose's leg under the rope. Oh God, Aubrey's bro. line of vision. Like, I like, thought, like she didn't follow yeah. this with an ejection. You know, yeah, it's plausible. It's yeah. plausible if you could do that at least, but no. Yeah, because here's the thing: is you know, next we see Ruby leave the ring and grab Vicky by the hair. You still could have done that, where she goes, "Hey, you're out of here," and she tries to walk up the ramp, and Ruby's like, "Nah, you're not going nowhere." You know what I mean? Because then it's the same effect where you you know you're the you kind of cost yourself the win by shifting focus to the person that's not your competitor. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and, and that's what happens. She goes to grab the hair, but then she gets dragged by her own hair back into the ring by Nyla. She transitions to a rope hung neck breaker. Uh, Ruby then attempts no future once again uh, in the corner, but misses when Rose hangs onto the rope. Then Nyla uh, hits a diving swanton onto her back and follows with the beast bomb for the win. Not a bad match. I just thought, again, that little tweak because it was right in Aubrey's line of vision. And I, like I said, you know, I don't know if she missed a cue or whatever, but you're a Guerrero and it's got to be smoother than that, Jack. That's all I got to say. No, I mean, look, it, for someone that kind of comes off as if she has like this entitled, like, like I got this lineage in, in the business and you know, this is why I'm able to do this and yeah. this and all that. Yeah. You got to kind of uh, follow through what we were just talking about the other day, follow through, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Got, follow through. That's Seriously. on you. You're not even on TV a lot. So when you're yeah. on, you got to be on girl. Like, on, you know what yeah, I mean? Seriously. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
This yeah, brings me to. Uh, I, I did like. I, I just want to. Say, I did like. I, I enjoyed the match though. Other than that, yeah, like the yeah. same stuff it he said, I did enjoy the match. Sometimes it's just the little things, man, that make it near perfect. You know what I mean? I mean, so, I'd argue that Ruby never wrestled a match like that on WWE TV. No, NXT, yeah, but WWE TV, I don't know. No, but yeah, yeah, it was it was a good match between them. Yeah, I like. Yeah, it. good story told too. Uh, we got the Gun Club or the Ass Boys uh, backstage segment. Ass Boys. Uh, apparently, following the events on Rampage, Gun Club they commandeer a, a camera to go confront Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy puts up a fight, only only to be jumped and then thrown outside the arena, and then gets thrown into a nearby pile of snow. Well, what's weird is Cage is off camera outside the arena. Like I don't know if he's on a phone call or some shit. It's they're talking about how cold it is out there not realistic and then like you had mentioned luchasaurus is there full gear no shirt on and like they're like they arrive way too late you know like, what I mean? like this is my problem with that we know you're not a dinosaur my guy we know it yeah we entertain it for when we need to entertain it but you can't sell me like bro you weren't there to wrestle that night unless mm. I mean, we see you on rampage and but if, if you're not even on rampage it's like why are you there in full gear yeah <laughs> like, Exactly. Like, it just makes no sense because you weren't even on the show aside from trying to run, let, you know, last minute to help out JB. And that's it. But other than yeah. That, like, yeah. Seriously. They, yeah. It's weird, man. Because I was thinking, I was like, I don't think that they were announced for Rampage. Like in the remember. match announcement. So it's like, what do you what do you dress for? Because I was I wondering, I, I was like, are they going to go against uh, the gun club finally on Rampage? Maybe. Like, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, I, I don't know. If, if they are, it hasn't been announced. Uh, we got Hangman Adam Page, in-ring segment. Uh, Page, uh, he's in there with Tony. He says in 81 days, he's been champion, but has only defended his title twice. Talks about looking for competition at the start of the year, and he says he's still looking for challengers, which I didn't like because it seemed like he was looking through Archer, but I digress. Since he doesn't really give a shit about the Texas death match because he needs something right now. And then calls out Archer because he doesn't want to wait for next week to have a fight. Lambert interrupts with Jake Roberts as uh, Jake calls Paige a little boy and tells him to shut up. Then asks if he's having nightmares because he sees him sweating from the fear of losing. Let me just tell you a far cry from where we were at with Jake. Like I was telling you earlier, I saw I was watching Savage Moments in WWE. Uh, Jake was on some show, talk show, confronting Randy Orton during his Legend Killer days. And he says, I need to reintroduce your brain to your mouth because you're talking out your ass, boy. <laughs> oh, man. You feel me? You feel me? That's why I was like, man. We I would have killed for that one instead of Yeah, like... I thought that was great. He had the long hair, stringy hair, too. I was like, damn, okay. Uh, at this point, we see Archer storm out, and he tells everyone to shut up, then charges down to the ramp to answer Paige's challenge, but he gets caught off guard with a suicide dive. Uh, Paige sends Archer into the steps and then cuts off Lambert from trying to sneak him with a chair, teases a buckshot lariat, but Archer gets the chair, slams it on his back, and then hits a choke slam onto the steps. Uh, then we see Archer pick hey, him up. He, he, he sold out for him, though. He's Rob, like, he's JR like, literally said he manipulated his body with ease, is what yeah. he said. It's like, yeah, he did. Yeah, you he know? sold it. Crumpled. Uh, Archer teases a blackout on the steps, but then spins around and does it through the timekeeper's table instead. He grabs the mic and says, next Wednesday, everything changes because he's a murder hawk monster and he's going to be the next world champion regardless of what everyone thinks or wants. Uh, what I did like is him illustrating that he does not have to put you on the top rope to hit his move. I thought that yeah. was great. Yeah. And definitely. the other, but the thing I did, I felt hurt him. 
he could have done that literally the whole thing by himself without Lambert, without uh, Jake. Yeah. And he would have looked better. But because he's got these two bumbling guys both talking over each other, and he has to go out there and like, God damn it, I'm just going to handle this shit. My, that's what it looked like. I'm just going to handle this shit. Enough with the talking. I'm going to go kill Paige. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I'm like, and bro. And we've seen him override Jake's, like, sense of theater you know he has got to come out and oh this and, and sometimes he's like yo i'm not i don't i'm not here for the words i'm here for the for the chaos you know what i mean yeah, it's, it's an improv and, class yeah <laughs> like like, like i, I, I can appreciate it but i can appreciate it when you have the full hold on what you're where yeah. you're going they not, don't not, not both. yeah not the improv and then see where i feel where i'm going with it and then get into it then like no I, i'm i'm a I'm gonna need yeah. that classic Jake. <laughs> and I'll be honest, they don't they don't need Lambert in this whatsoever. His involvement, like this is all it seems to me, is the degrees of separation with Lambert and Archer were he first, I think, attacked him one time when he was running down AEW. And then he got hurt and we didn't see him for a while. That was the big swerve when he showed up, you know, to inadvertently chant, you know, when he when he came out for hey man page looking for a fight, looking for a challenger and got Lambert instead. It was a good misdirection. But after that, I don't need it anymore. And I feel like what they're doing is they're just going to give us a moment after he loses this Texas death match and he's going to put Lambert through another fucking table or do whatever. See, I, I feel opposite. I feel like he may be, they're doing this just so that they can say that they have a monster where he can, instead of complaining about fucking Cody Rhodes every week, he can just go and get this guy to fucking take him out. Or, I don't know. Yeah. That's if you can get him on. Ethan yeah. Page and Scorpio Sky could have, I don't know, double-teamed him already, but whatever. <laughs> like, Yeah, seriously, you know. Uh, we got one more seg, match announcements, and, of course, the 45-minute main event, which, uh, you know, just give me <laughs> – just, just hang with me on that one. Uh, backstage segment, Chris Jericho says uh, – what Santana and Ortiz did last week, not tagging them, was uh, disrespectful, embarrassing, and unprofessional. Questions if it's all just because of their uh, pre-existing history with Eddie Kingston. Acknowledges he knows they started their careers together, but reminds them that they have started AEW together. Uh, I'm not going to say the Kylie Jenner line because it was fucking stupid. Stupid and out of place for no fucking like. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, just uh, it, hey, like, in the midst of this this weird thing, let me just get over another new nickname for no reason. Yeah. Jericho the and, Influencer. And, and, like the fuck? Yeah. Out of and talk about I got all the power and influence here. It's like, what does that got to do with you that, not that, yeah, with your original point? Never using that influence to get him a title shot. Hmm. Yeah. Ever. Uh, he demands an answer uh, from Proud and Powerful. I'm proposing a proposing, I should say, a uh, inner circle team meeting. You know, it's been a while since we had a public display like the war room and things that are often done in private that need to be on a public forum. You know, uh, so I guess it's you know it's been a while since we had one of those inner circle. And he warns everyone to show up, especially them, because attendance is mandatory. He literally could have just cut to that, but he had, like we said, he had to get over the influencer, and I don't understand that. Match announcements, Friday Night Rampage. We got Adam Cole-Bebe taking on Evil Uno. Got uh, FTW champion Ricky Starks defending his title finally against Jay Lethal. And uh, also, finally, we got Mercedes Martinez taking on Thunder Rosa, as well as TNT champion Sammy Guevara defending his belt for the first time since, uh, I believe, since the latter match, right? Yeah. Uh, taking on Isaiah Cassidy from uh, Private Party and AHFO. Wednesday night, of course, like I just announced, we got the Inner Circle team meeting. Uh, and then we have the Texas Deathmatch AEW World Championship on the line. Hangman Adam Page taking on the Murderhawk monster Lance Archer. By the way, uh, I did want to let you know that Sammy said 
the two spots in that ladder match that hurt like fuck <laughs> was the superplex and the cutter because he, the, way, the way he landed on both his back. I'm surprised he didn't say the uh, crossroads because that crossroads looked really, uh, he, really he's, awkward he's for him. I didn't know if he even got his head off the mat in time on that one. Yeah. but So we got uh, the main event of the night. Chicago's very own CM Punk taking on MJF. You would get a vignette earlier in the night. We also get a split screen. We see uh, Punk stretching in his locker room while MJF is actually practicing counters to the GTS with Spears. That was a nice touch. Also notice MJF wearing Yankees-inspired gear, perhaps a reference to the Cena Punk promo. Well, uh, see, I was wondering about that because because we all, we've also seen CM Punk with his own Yankee like pinstripe version of his yeah. gear back in the day too. So I, I didn't know if that was a jab at that. Yeah, very true. And I mean, he's from New York. So I was gonna say I was gonna say he's New York and he's Jewish and he's like I, I you ain't the only guy with New York roots with Jewish roots. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? I don't know. I, or, you can go so many ways. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, my it, whether it was mind games or not, it was effective. I noticed it. And then Punk's wearing a camouflage trunks, insinuating he's going to war, which I really like. So, uh, and I'm gonna try to get through this as fast as I can. Um, you know, I'll I'll try to leave a little room if you want to comment on stuff, but I try to summarize straight to the point. We see uh. MGF with a cheap shot to start, then quickly runs in the crowd. Punk takes a fight to him in the stands with rest discretion and brings him back in. Punk charges and gets all post. Uh, MGF smells blood and then works over his arm for basically the remainder of the match. Uh, we return from break with a slow comeback from Punk. He uh, actually scoop slams MGF on the apron and then lets a fan open hand chop him on right on the chest, uh, which I thought was pretty good, cool for that fan. He counters, uh, or MJF, I should say, counters a diving elbow drop by crotching Punk and hits a avalanche wrist lock suplex to continue on the arm. Pepsi twists and then a ref distraction uh, allows MJF to use his wrist tape to choke Punk behind the ref's back and covers with a sleeper hold. Very interesting move. They, 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 they worked, this from. They worked me it, on this one because uh, when I, I didn't, I didn't, you know, when, 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 when it went down to like him being choked out. I was like, what really? What the fuck? And yeah. I didn't realize that they were going to come back with it, but yeah, it was weird because they said it was a piece of tape, but when you actually looked at what it was, it was almost, it almost looked like a electric tape almost. Yeah. Like, like it could, like for me, I'm like, man, for all I know that, that that's like, they just spray painted like a, one of the tag ropes white or some shit. You know what I mean? Like very true. Yeah. It looked, it, it was almost like, he it looked too to too intricate it. to be. It looked too intricate to be just tape to me. No, what I think it was was because I saw him take it off. I think he twisted it as he peeled it off. You know what I'm saying? So it would look like kind of like a shoelace or something like that. It'd be more. Oh, effective, okay, okay. You okay. know what I mean? So, uh, but yeah, I, I like the spot. You see, Punk. He's trying to tell the ref, but fails in doing so. He even tries to counter with a GTS, but MJF leverages down, continues the deep sleeper hold until Punk actually passes out in defeat to many boos from the hometown crowd. Uh, Post-match, we see Bryce raise his arm, but the tape falls out, and uh, just, you know, he sees the evidence, and Remsburg goes ahead and restarts the match. I love this. This is great drama. The only problem with this is it's not consistent. There's times where things have happened, and the ref does not restart the match. So I always want just, yeah, I get it's a main event, high-caliber matchup that we've been wanting to see. But consistency literally costs you nothing with time. Uh, <laughs> but but I laugh because it's like the simplest. <laughs> we talk about it all the time. Just make it make it make sense, dude. Yeah, thank make you. it make sense. Make, like, I mean, moves. Can, <laughs> man. moves. Uh, MJF gets in the ref face, and we get the Hebner shove spot that we've seen years ago, followed by immediate 
schoolboy pin for near fall. Glad there wasn't a you know, what could have been an arguable fast count because, uh, you know, it, it was still up and up from Bryce. Punt counters the heat seeker with a springboard clothesline and suicide dive to the floor but lands on his knee. MJF uh, locks in a sunrise style cloverleaf, but Punk ironically counters with an STF. Uh, we see Punk attempt GTS, but his leg gives out, and then a slugfest starts that ends with a surprising poison Rana from Punk, who lands on his neck, perhaps to sell the exhaustion or desperation. Oh, and no, nah, dude, it, it was almost like he powerbombed himself on top of his fucking yeah. neck, dude. It was. I mean, it brutal. could have been worse, but yeah. No, yeah, like, yeah. From what it looked like, and then when I saw the replays, I'm like, at least he got his head off to the side more. Yeah, but yeah, it, it, I was like, man, that, that could yeah, be. Yeah, you're going to need DDP yoga for that, for sure. Yeah. Uh, we see MJF get a few chop blocks while seemingly nursing a stinger on his uh, neck. Ghost just sold to the earth and transitions to a pump handle driver instead for two. I got to say, I'm glad he hit that because that was his move on the indies for a while. Like, I remember giving it to him, well, and then the more I saw him wrestle, he never used it on AEW. I mean, I, so, I, I know you're about yeah. to get into it now because you talk about moves that used people used to hit on the indies all the time. Like, okay, oh, so, yeah. I got, I'm, 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 about, so I'm about two spots away from that. Uh, okay. We see a punk for an O'Connor roll. MJF grabs the ref. We see a mule kick behind his back, followed by a rope assisted schoolboy pin. Really like that uh, that spot because it shows he's trying every he's throwing everything he can. Uh, we see MJF bite Punk's fingers and face in the corner. He returns fire. And then hits a desperation Pepsi plunge. So I want so, you to know how loud I said, "Yo, what the fuck?" So so let me let me tell you this: when he walked in, when I'm watching this match, I'm looking at both of them tying up, and I was like thinking literally as I'm watching in the beginning, I'm like, you know, he like he could do a Pepsi plunge now. No one would be able to tell him no because it's nobody's move. Yeah, I'm just thinking that not necessarily in that match, and then yeah. he fucking hits it. I was like. Yo, he can fucking. <laughs> no one's gonna say you know, shit about it. Like, yeah. And off the back of that, when I made CM Punk for 2K, I gave him the GTS and the Pepsi plunge as a move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I then I replaced it with the other GTS, just so he had a pinning one and you know one, you one, know one off the rip. Yeah, like, yeah. He's not gonna hit this, and it's like, yo, what the fuck? So, but uh, I like how Ross commented as a, another former employee saying how he hasn't seen him use the move in over a decade, seventeen years to be exact. And I found that to be kind of curious because, like, did Ross, like, find him? Because he may, he may have been the one to recruit him, possibly. He yeah, probably, you know what I mean? I mean, because that's or not out. the tape that he used to send in? Who knows? Well, you know? well, I mean, let's keep it real. Like, Ross was probably, I mean, you think about all the guys he recruited for them back in the yeah. day? But yeah. I mean, I wouldn't doubt that he he had a hand in um, amongst other people that he had to take a look at. I mean, it's not outside the realm of what JR used to do in talent relations. So, yeah. But yeah, yeah, that, that was a big high spot of the match. Like, I didn't know, like I said, they worked me with the first finish. And then when they came from back, oh, yeah. from that I, to I got, into yeah. this, I was like, whoa, like, okay, hey, things I, are cooking, dude. This is crazy. Yeah, bro. there was little things too. I mean, they had the tombstone attempts because, you know, Punk's got the degree separation yeah. with Taker. Uh, Punk he saw the, hits the diving elbow. He also hit the, S, he had the STFU too. Or the STF. Yeah, no, I, the, I said yeah. that earlier. Oh, yeah, you did? He, okay, I, my bad, my bad. Yeah. I thought that was great. I did that. Uh, yeah, we see Punk hit that diving elbow, very near fall, calls through the GTS, but MGF does the classic get up but collapse out the ring. This point, Wardlow makes his way out the tunnel. He sells the confliction as he slowly steps over MGF on the floor and gets in Punk's face. He eventually steps out of Punk's way, though, and allows him to bring MGF back into the ring, only to tease entering the ring again. MGF uses the ref distraction from this to hit the diamond ring punch right in the kisser, then hides the evidence in his trunks before making the cover for the win. Post-match, yeah. 
We do see a replay show Wardlow secretly handing the ring off to MJF behind his back on the floor while he was getting in Punk's face. I thought, this is exactly what we're talking about here. You show a replay, you give the commentary. The ch- this is the perfect thing to do, like to highlight, oh, wow, did you see? We, we even missed that. You know what I mean? Because there's so many times we go, man, commentary could really put that over better on, on you know what I mean, for, for the match. And this is a time where they did it and it was timed perfectly where everyone's like, when did he even get that ring? You know what I'm saying? Because he was checked before the match. So, and I like, you know, how we go off there, MJF sitting cross-legged in the middle of the ring in victory, audibly touting himself as the best in the world. So, um, yeah, man, I mean, I... And, and obviously, uh, I was also going to say due to, if you, you know what to look for when you see it, but due to old wrestling tradition. Oh, yeah. I was he, 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 he thanked the, think the hell out of CM the Punk. The fuck out of him. Because he, he was on that cover for a minute. For a minute. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And uh, I mean, that was that's kind of why I think I was a little bit more like, I felt like MGF needs it more. Punk is more giving. And when he was in the, in the in wrestling before, he was more applying his trade and getting what was coming to him, which I totally agree. But I think the guys that he has chosen to share the ring with before he got to MGF proves that, Um, you know, and I think he understands that AW probably will do better if he doesn't beat him right away. Cause then you got the heat to go back to the town, as they say in his hometown and you got to give hat, hat off to Tony or whoever it was that made this call because that's gutsy, a very gutsy uh, booking decision to do in a hot town for AEW, loyal town like Chicago. Yeah, and a lot of history, town, a lot of ties right? yeah, with, with Chicago. Yeah, absolutely. And give them 45 minutes, a pay-per-view level matchup. One of the best matches I've seen on TV, bar none. Great drama. You have them not lose once but twice, whether you restarted or not. So now you're stacking the heat for MJF, and now it's going to be, watch, weeks of Punk trying to go him into him another for the yep. rematch, yep. and it'll probably be a much bigger platform. You know what I mean? Perhaps double or nothing. Who knows? You know probably, what I mean? Probably Revolution. I think Revolution's coming up in February. Yeah, it's probably. That would be if not, good. early March. But, yeah, I mean, in, in, with this match, there wasn't a lot of extra shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, in, no. in, in a usual 45-minute Broadway that AW would produce for a pay-per-view where there's a lot of false finishes. Like, there was false finishes, but it wasn't unreal. Like, to to, to give you a, uh, an example of, like, I was impressed with just CM Punk hitting a body slam on on him on the apron. It yeah. wasn't a destroyer. It no. wasn't a pile drive. Like, it, it, you it know what I mean? simple, yeah. elementary moves. Yeah. You know what I mean? The most... The two biggest spots, in my opinion, was the Pepsi plunge, which was a great surprise, and desperation. You know, there was no cover after that. He couldn't even capitalize, right? We probably will never see another one for like another year. Who knows? Yeah, right? of course. Yeah. And then, of course, the, um, what was it? The, there was that, and then um, the Poison Rana. Which, yeah. How many people have he, hit he, that, he, you know? He, yeah, he hit the... Um... The hammerlock, what's it called the the oh that wrist lock suplex the ab- you talking about uh oh wait wait the Pepsi twist the Pepsi twist yeah he hit that yeah. too but other than that yeah he didn't have a whole lot of like I don't know I liked I really did like the match it really it was like you said just the simple fundamentals and basics of of heel bad guy yeah the crowd was hot 
I like yeah. it. I like it a lot. And I, I mean, like MJF's, I said, MJF's, MJF's like flashiest move was uh, the pump handle driver, which is in his arsenal, but just deep. You know what I mean? And yeah. and what I like too is if you think about it, not one person hit their finish. There was still I, so I was much thinking that. Here. I was thinking. I mean, he went for the. Uh, he tried to go for the heat seeker. Uh, but didn't get it. And then he, he, a lot of times he was going for the salt of the earth, but you know, he was able to counter out, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was working that arm over the whole match. And you got to think about it too. Also going back to the booking decision, usually history tells us when a match is restarted, that the other guy is going to win. It's very rare that they give you the double loss. And even then he still didn't beat him definitively. He, he cheated both yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, and, and so yeah. I, I, I'm loving this. And it's a, it, there's a re, you know, I hate that Adam Page suffers from this program because I, it's hard not to want to go. Maybe they should have opened with this and then had the Hangman segment at the end. So you go off the 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 night with the Murderhawk monster looking destructive, especially really especially to really it. yeah put that exclamation point. That hey, there's a fucking war going down next week, and it's for the title. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you know? yeah. I totally. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what again one of those things that they suffer from because that, that wouldn't be the first time we said, well, I would have just. It was cool, but I probably would have uh, changed, switch places, this with this to go yeah, off but, the air with but this. At the same and, time, I did like the first opening it up with that other misdirection of oh, it's Wheeler Yuta in a rematch, and we get it, you know, and it was a longer match, and that's good for Yuta, you know, to show his growth, but Moxie. Quick work, and then we get that awesome segment to open the night. So it was a good way to bookend it. You know what I mean? Great match in the main event. Especially because I don't know if we would have – oh, shit, when you think about it, if he was originally supposed to wrestle Brian Kendrick, and and that's a friend of Brian Danielson's, I wonder how deep or much deeper that would have gotten. That's very – that's very Mm. good, man. I forgot about that, Lair. Oh, what could have been? But, yeah, yeah, that was was down to my guys. We had the – like I said, Danielson seg with Mox. Archer continues to look strong. The Ruby Soho and Nyla match is good. Jericho calls a team meeting, which, again, you know, teasing into dissension. And then, uh, yeah, the main event was just a banger. Go out your way. I would even I, – I watched it on TV, but I heard that people are re-watching it on Fight just to watch it without any of the picture-in-picture. Picture, yeah, that was up, the only you know? annoying thing about it is they had three picture-in-picture. Picture, uh, yeah. I was like, geez, man. I was like, Tony, at what point do you just pay the fine for this – for just this one time? To give his stuff like un- uninterrupted, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, but yeah, I I enjoyed it though. There was a lot of, a lot more stuff I did enjoy. There was still some cringe stuff that we were talking about, yeah, uh, like like the uh, jungle necessities and bullshit like that. But yeah, you know. I would say all the backs. Let's see that the A H F O and the brandy stuff is just not necessary. The there's not a there's not an audience for it, so I don't know why it's yeah. existing. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then like just Lambert can't double dip. I mean, I get no. I admire trying why? to build. Yeah, his, we can't be giving him more screen, screen time. There's no yeah, more. Well, yeah, yeah, but I just feel like they Archer doesn't exactly fill the role of of top team or an elite, right? So that, I'm, I'm gonna say like a kept. I've been saying forever. He should be back in Hager, bro. That that's that's what should be happening. That's what it should have came from that top team inner circle shit. But, you know, we'll, we'll save that talk for another day. Uh, but, yeah, that is uh, AEW Dynamite this week, guys. Yeah, man. Um, again, uh, looking forward to see where we go for next week. We got the uh, the big 
Texas uh, uh, death match as well as uh, a few matches on NXT yeah. card. I was trying to remember. I can't remember right now. I mean, yeah. we I, oh, we had the Dusty Classic semifinal, so that that's good. Um, okay. Oh, and we got our inner circle team meeting. <laughs> I, you know, I thought maybe this year would be different because I, I said, I'm like, yeah, all we ever do is get these inner circle segments that we got. I'm to saying, put a, bro. But we, we just got to slap a title. Right now. We got we to slap a title on it. And like, it's yeah. the inner circle ice cream social. Like, <laughs> just like, what the fuck, dude? I don't know. Inner circle bait sale, guys. It's the big sale for the PTA. PTA meeting. <laughs> it's yeah, the man. fundraiser. Uh, but um, again, shout out to everybody who wrestled their ass off this week. Uh, yeah. It's even giving us a reason to even speak about things. Um, and you know, again, I, I did enjoy, I, I enjoyed watching the rumble. I think I just enjoy it more with more creativity, but I do love the, the, the fellowship that we get from like, you know, checking in group chatting, yeah. you know what I mean? Or even oh, just yeah. watching we it all the drinking together. Yeah. All yeah. that, man. Yeah. We yeah. try to make it fun. We try to have fun over here, man. But if you, if you guys want to get down with the fun, do what you guys always do. And that's follow us, man. And if you aren't, I don't know what you're doing, with your lies, but Fear not, man. All you got to do is follow us everywhere. That's at the Quincy Jones Show, man. That's also at Quincy Jones Show on Twitter. But mostly just look up the Quincy Jones Show, man. And, uh, you know, we always going to be putting out a new episode every week, man. Um, except that one time. But we don't talk about that time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, it's going to be on Spotify. It's going to be on iTunes. It's going to be on iHeartRadio. Uh, it's going to be also on CastBox. And, of course, the great people at True100Radio.com. Uh, Every Friday, man, you can also tune in live and listen to True One Hand uh, One Hundred Radio and uh, check us out. Um, but yeah, you can also hit us up. Um, we got the music popping. I got my yes, music popping. Look me up, Quincy Jones. Go everywhere on Spotify. Also What's look poppin'? up, look up the man, the man who took me out of retirement himself, single handedly, man, the best damn tag team partner in the galaxy of all hey. galaxies. I'm talking about the hip hop hybrid himself, Doc Lesnar, man. You can find him. Pretty much everywhere you go to get your, your you know what it is, man. Yeah. If you live in this universe, baby, go ahead and check out whatever your favorite platform to stream your favorite artists, which you don't already know. It is me, Doc Lesnar, D-O-C-L-E-S-N-A-R, search bar, boom, there I are, five-star bars. So look at that. I added another one in there. You guys know what it is, though. Check me out on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Tidal, all the above, man. And, you know, go ahead. Uh, if you guys are in the mood for some uh, delectable collectibles, if you're a wrestling fan, you're into Funko Pops, check me out on Mercari as well at Doc Lesnar. Follow me at Doc Lesnar, of course, and Doc at Doc underscore KGS pod and uh, at Doc Lesnar on TikTok, Instagram. Uh, you guys give it it is. And I'm Doc Lesnar on Twitter, <laughs> yeah. et cetera. Twitter, Facebook, I'm Doc Lesnar. You guys know what it is. But by all means, you already know what it is. Great show, great episode this week. But I got three words for him, Jones. Top, Top guys, guys out. out.